and gentlemen. Thank you for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Uh. I'm Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webster. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Well, hello there. This is Jalyn Sidlow from Celestial Custom Dog Services. Here to answer your training questions, your behavior questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Darian and he'll put you on the air with us. The show is produced here at the farm by... Devin Leach. Thank you, Devin. And brought to you by Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your pet will be. Dynavite.com, D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Also, SCOE 10X, the ultimate odor eliminator, guaranteed to remove any odors. Get 10% off by adding the word pets in the promo box at SCOE10X.com. Green Gobbler, 20% vinegar weed killer, environmentally pet and children friendly. As well as Green Gobbler Pet Safe Ice Melt. Pet friendly, non-corrosive, extremely effective ice melt. Both are found at HomeDepot.com and Amazon.com. Pick up the phone and give us a call. The number is 844-305-7800, and we want to talk with you. Coming up, we're going to be talking with Holly Sizemore, Chief Mission Officer at Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. This is Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Right off the bat, I do want to say a happy birthday to our dear friend, Miss Betty White, turning 99 years old. 
this Woo-hoo! weekend, so congratulations. And I want to welcome on to the program right now, Holly Sizemore. She is the Chief Mission Officer for Best Friends. Hey, Holly, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. Hey, doing great, John. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. I want to introduce you in the studio here to Jilly and also Devin. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hey. And I want to, I got many questions for you, Holly. It's been a long time since I've talked with you guys. And actually, I, I used to talk a lot years ago. It, Michael Mountain used to be there. Is he still involved in any way? Yes, he's still an advisor in some capacity, and he, he's still one of the founders. We're very lucky at Best Friends to still have many of our founders um, still around, still advising us, giving us their, their wisdom, and still really involved in the organization. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, I mean, we, we did a lot together, especially when Gretchen was alive. I'm sure you remember uh, Gretchen Weiler. She was, you know, put the uh, Genesis Awards together, and I know Michael was involved in, with that a lot, as, as was I when Gretchen was alive. Um, and it, it was a great time, and um, so much was getting done. But I want to find out a little bit about you and welcome you into our family here of Talking Pets moving forward. And um, I know you've been in the animal world, actually the animal welfare world, since what, 1991? Yes, it's, <laughs> that dates me for sure. It's been a long time. It's been quite the journey. Well, I got you beat there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, the gray hairs are all over, that's for sure. You know, a lot of people talk about um, the, actually the system trap, neuter, return, TNR. And were you one of the initiators on that system? On that? Well, you know, that system was uh, pretty widely used in England, even even in the 80s. But in America, it, it had a little bit of a slower start to popularity, and, and particularly from a policy point of view, there was a lot of resistance for many, many years. So I was one of the pioneers of TNR in Utah, which is I grew up in Salt Lake City. And in 1991, um, I was working as a server at a sushi, sushi bar. I was doing an internship for college. My my goal was I was going to go off to graduate school the following year, and I was doing an internship at our local Equity House Theater and working as a waitress. And there was a group of cats that were hanging out by the dumpster in the back, and I noticed there was, um, you know, the chef would go out for a smoke break and feed them sushi-grade tuna. But I noticed one looked like she was nursing kittens, and so that concerned me, and I hadn't found the kittens yet. And then as serendipity would have it, a, a local restaurant patron came in one day and had seen that same cat on the patio of the restaurant. She was very concerned about the cat because she looked a little skinny and she was nursing, obviously. And and my boyfriend at the time was working that day. She said, can I please buy some sushi to feed the stray cat? And he said, you'd spend $5 for a couple pieces of tiny fish to feed a stray cat because <laughs> sushi was expensive even back then. And she was like, yes, yes, please just hurry. So he went back to the kitchen, got her some chicken, brought it to her and said, here you go. And I think you should meet my girlfriend. <laughs> and so uh, she uh, gave him her number and we talked and we went on to form the first Trap Neuter Return Group in the state of Utah. And that man has now been my husband. We've been together now for more than 30 years. Oh, wow. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you're an example. You. You're an example out there that you need to show to more people. <laughs> In many ways. Well, yeah, there's a true. lot of great pe- Yeah, there's there's a lot of great people out there. You know, I, there are so many people who care about animals. 
And that is the beautiful thing about this industry. It's, it's heartbreaking in so many ways because there's still so many pets and so many pet parents who struggle and animals who end up homeless um, for no fault of their own and just because of some of the ways our society works and some of the difficulties we have. And so the beautiful part about that is, is so many care, so many people care about pets. And what was interesting about that situation as a young person, it was really eye-opening to me because I started asking around the neighborhood, does anyone own these cats? You know, the restaurant was had some how, you know, so there were definitely residents right nearby. And many people were like, oh, I know those cats. I feed those cats. One lady had put a bed on her porch and one guy wasn't didn't like them because they pooped in his garden. And, and yet most <laughs> of the neighbors really liked them. They appreciated them for their sort of rodent deterrent. So I thought, well, right. none of us wanted more kittens running around, right? And so I called up my local shelter at the time, and and I, you know, I thought, well, they're the local shelter. Their 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 mandate is to help homeless animals. So I said, hey, you know, there's this group of cats, and you know, I'd love to help them. And they said, well, you are you're criminals for feeding them. You could be fined fifty dollars a day for feeding these stray cats. It's against the law to feed stray cats, and what you're obligated to do is to come and get a trap from us and. Put, you can put food in the trap, but only in the trap, and then you trap them and bring to the, uh, them to us, and we'll see if their rightful owner comes to get them. And I said, no, I've already talked to the neighbors. The neighbors know that there is no owner. They're just sort of a bunch of the neighbors like to, like to feed them. They're not owned by any one person, i.e. what we now call community cats. But back then, we had no word for them. Some people call them feral cats. But the... The customer service representative uh, from the shelter, you know, when I told her this, I was like, I was hoping I could, could I just get a trap to come and I'll get them spayed and neutered? And and she said, no, no, that's against the law. You you have to bring the cast to us. And if an owner doesn't come forward, then they have to be euthanized because they're basically vermin. And so, and that was the days where there was no caller ID. So I, I panicked and I just hung up the phone. And that's what really, then I met the restaurant patron who also cared about them, and we just decided there's got to be a better way. And so we, you know, borrowed a rabbit trap from someone and and got them spayed and neutered. And then we went on to try to form positive relationships with that shelter, even though we were pretty incensed and upset by this policy, this criminalization of compassion of wanting to help homeless Holly, hold on, to, hold on to that thought. we got to take a little break. We're going to come back with Holly Sizemore, the Chief Mission Officer for Best Friends. If you've got a question, give us a call. Sounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Zuki and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them, to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I had seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
Harrison's Reality Check. Now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment. Matt Rush continues to build more of President Trump's border wall before his term ends. Mr. Trump's bypassed legal issues by gutting wildlife refuges and reshaping Native American lands under the name of national security. At the end, a partial wall, environmental damage, and a rich construction company, or 18, will be his legacy. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. I'm Andy Solomon. Frito-Lay knows that Americans are more excited than ever for the return of football, and their new commercial features pros and legends including Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Dak Prescott, and Marshawn Lynch. There's something magical about NFL kickoff, and the hilarious commercial relates the sense of wonder and excitement of the night before Christmas to the night before NFL kickoff. Keep an eye out for it during your next favorite game. Also, even though more fans are watching than ever before, the in-person experience will likely look different this year. Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the NFL, is helping fans bring the stadium experience home to become home gate heroes. Tostitos' new fan track bags, limited edition custom bags featuring chip-activated motion sensors, automatically play fans' favorite chance with every bowl full of Tostitos to emulate the camaraderie from watching live in the stadium. Fans can enter to win one of 10 unique team designs by tweeting at Tostitos using hashtag homegatehero_entry and tagging their favorite NFL team. If you run a large corporation, small business, or anything in between, you need ads to help get the word out. A full page in the newspaper sounds good. A TV spot sounds even better. But let's face it, newspapers are essentially last-minute wrapping paper, and a TV spot is just expensive and basically code for bathroom break. Talk radio is different. Commercials cost practically nothing to produce, and the listeners are loyal. They like what they like, and they stay tuned in. When they hear about a new product or service during their favorite show, they can't wait to try it out for themselves so they can talk about it with their friends. And you know how radio listeners like to talk. If you want to add radio to your marketing portfolio, you need the Gab Radio Network. Gab Radio is the team of full-service experts you've been looking for, from writing to production, distribution, voiceover, and more. We make sure your spots are paired with the right shows in the right markets at the right time of day so the right people can hear. Since we're in over 100 markets across 34 states, Canada, and American Samoa, I'd say it's a pretty good place to start. If you want to know more, just email sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradio. And welcome back to Talking Pets. Give us a call at 844-305-7800. That's the number to call, 844-305-7800. When you call in, you'll speak with Darian, and he'll put you on the uh, air with us. But right now, we're speaking with Holly Sizemore, Chief Mission Officer for Best Friends. You know, I wanted to find out, um, Holly, now you joined basically the national role at Best Friends in 2010. And you have quite a bit of a roster going uh, with the programs that you've started at Best Friends. 
and it it would be nice for you to share some information about them like you've got an animal care at best friends animal sanctuary of course the best friends network you've got a community cat program puppy mills um against puppy mills cat and pit bull initiatives um you've got a lot going on there and and, and i think by 2025 are you trying to make the organization 100 percent no kill well, we're trying to make the entire nation no-kill by 2025. So there's about 5,000 brick-and-mortar shelters across the U.S. And our main objective is to see every single one of those 5,000 shelters all across the nation be saving at least 90% or more of all cats and dogs entering their shelter by 2025. That's the no-kill benchmark. It's not 100% because we do recognize that some animals truly do need euthanasia, but only the animals where they truly are irremediably suffering or too dangerous to rehabilitate and put safely back into society, all other animals would be saved. And so that's our main objective. So not just best friends and all of those departments that you just mentioned and, and many other outreach programs that we're doing, we're, we're really lucky to have incredible people at Best Friends all working towards this and amazing partners. We have over 3,200 network partners. You mentioned the network. That's our Best Friends network, which is if you're an organization that's aligned with No Kill by 2025 and you're doing spay and neuter, you're doing adoptions, you're working with a local municipal shelter, uh, you can become a part of the network. And we're all striving together to come together, united, and, and hit that goal. So you know, just a just a little goal, just a little something to do. But it's possible. <laughs> you know, five five years ago, I probably even would have questioned whether or not it was possible. But in 2016, our CEO Julie Castle, who's just a tremendous leader and great visionary, she put that stake in the ground. She could see it. But at the time, we didn't even have all the data that we needed. We didn't even know how many shelters there were in the U.S in 2016 when she put that stick in the ground. And so then we had to do the tough work of figuring all that out and Best Friends designed and came up with the first comprehensive master shelter list. We and we got data for all the shelters that we could find and that culminated into this great resource that's online called the Pet Life Saving Dashboard. So anyone in America can go online to the Pet Life Saving Dashboard, see how your state is doing as it relates to how many animals are being saved see how your local community is doing, and even down to the local shelter in your neighborhood and see how many animals are still needing help. And we, we, we put that information out there as a way to say, please help your shelter get to no kill. We know that nobody wants to be killing animals. People work for shelters because they love animals. And Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question on that that has come up on the show regarding no-kill shelters, um, because it's like s shelters across the country, not all of them, but ones that you know I've heard of and so on and so forth, they're no-kill, but they'll only take a certain amount of animals. So the ones that don't make it into their no-kill shelter are cast out to another shelter that may kill them, or maybe they're at their limit. So how do you get to a point where you kind of cut it off that there's too, you know, not too many animals or the animals just can't be accepted because there's not enough space or food or money to take care of them. Yeah. I mean, wherever you are, resource limitations are, are reality, right? right? And for far, for far too long, um, I think animal welfare people with good intentions have been trying to say that those two mo operating models 
no-kill shelter versus what is commonly referred to as open admission shelters, shelters that uh, take in any animals at any time, even, you know, they have resource limitations. So the no-kill shelters may have to say no to taking in some animals. The open admission shelters will take in all animals, but because of their resource limitations, may be faced with having to kill some. So for me, I say let's stop talking about which model is right or better, because in my 30 years in this industry, both are very valuable. And when they work together, both of those operating models have different niches, different strengths. And when they're working together together they can save the most numbers of animals and so i I really hope that people start to think about let's not say because an open admission shelter you know what what we also see with what we're calling quote-unquote open admission shelters is we really need to challenge our thinking and we shouldn't be seeing it as an element of pride that we take any animal in for any reason from anyone if that animal's life is going to be at risk what we're seeing now is more shelters looking at whether they're uh, open admission shelter or not, still doing managed admissions, where our main goal is let's keep pets and families together, right? Let's yeah, try to yeah. prevent families from having uh, to surrender absolutely their agree. pets. Absolutely agree. They're not throwaways, that's for sure. You know, with, with Best exactly. Friends, you guys have large-scale adoption events. You have targeted spay and neuter, uh, open adoption policies. Um, you get in, you get involved with everything, legislative reform, widespread marketing and awareness efforts. Are you available with best friends at your organization for shelters across the country to get a hold of if they want to ask questions about marketing or how they can raise money and all for their shelters, no matter where they are in the country? Because you're a perfect example. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I mean, that's what our network does. And Best Friends has a whole bunch of resources to help other shelters. And then we also share resources from other organizations who are doing great work. And so I would say if shelters are interested or rescue groups are interested, go to bestfriendsnetwork.org. And we like when you talk about fundraising, for example, we also have an entire learning advancement department. We have an entire great digital, digital virtual module on how you can fundraise. And we have tons of these. In fact, our, our education department is so terrific that we recently um, partnered with Southern Utah University. And now, for the first time across the country, you can actually get a master's degree in progressive animal services. And Best Friends has helped curate a lot of that content, a lot of that cur- curriculum. So it's all about best practices with becoming no-kill in mind. And so, and on our network, awesome. if you're not into a master's degree, but you just need help with how to do it, how do you do a TNR program, our community cat program? We have an entire community cat handbook. How can we really put forth more progressive animal enforcement field officers, animal control out there? We have an entire humane animal control guide on how to think about root cause solutions, on how to be more progressive and, and stop this vicious cycle of what so many years of these sort of policies that we had in animal sheltering of let's just take as many animals off the street and institutionalize them and in a setting where the chances of them getting out alive are slim. Holly, what's what's your website that people can visit to find out more information? You got about 10 seconds. Our website is bestfriends.org bestfriends.org and everything that we talked about best friends is there for you guys the shelters and people across the country and the pets 
check them out. Holly, thank you for joining us in this half hour of the program. Looking to kill weeds without using dangerous chemicals like glyphosate? An all-natural weed killer may be just what you're looking for. Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is a concentrated herbicide derived naturally from corn. It's four times stronger than regular table vinegar, so it packs a punch against all kinds of pesky weeds. Use Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer to safely kill dandelions, crabgrass, clover, ivy, and more. It's perfect for driveways, pavers, fence lines, and other outdoor surfaces. Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer is an effective and powerful herbicide, but it doesn't stop there. It's also certified for organic use, so when used properly, it won't negatively affect soil or wildlife. Since Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is pure vinegar with no other additives, pet owners can let their pets out to play right after application. Search for Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer on Amazon.com today. We offer a hassle-free money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. Lately, I love to get out of the house and go on a drive, but I hate driving through storms. That's why I drive with wiper blades that can handle any weather. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are crafted with advanced quad tech, four-layered coated silicone that repels water, snow, and ice, and lasts two times longer than other blades. It's so dependable, Rainier Zeitlo broke a world record driving from Alaska to Argentina, over 16,000 miles with these blades. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are real-world proven. Get a pair today only at Walmart. Poor Sam was a mess. Always itching, licking. His paws were soaking wet. He had bald spots on his back. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. One of our favorite games here on Talking Pets is... Name This Animal. Jim, what was that animal sound? I'm going to go with a bear. I would say that you are correct. Thank you very much. Here's another one, and it's still out there. If you can identify this animal. It's a big animal. It's like a bullfrog. You think it's a what? A bullfrog. Oh, Jesse. You're wrong. Sorry, Jesse. Good try, but it is not a bullfrog. I said a big animal. A bullfrog's not big. And we're going to go out to Ralph in Lewisburg, West Virginia. And Ralph, you think you know what kind of animal that was? A moose. I would say that you are correct. Congratulations. It is a moose. Was it the hints, or do you know that that sounded like a moose? Yeah. You know it sounds like one. Have you ever heard one? Like, are you a hunter or something? Oh, no, no, no. That's a man who knows his animal sounds right there. Should we try a quickie? <laughs> we are on camera. Okay, let's see real quick if somebody can get this. Oh, Jesse again. What do you think it is? I think it's a bear. You think it's a bear? Yeah. 
We did the bear thing. The bear's done. <laughs> I gave that away. We only have like a, a minute and a half left, so I'll, I'll give you a second choice because we did the bear one. So what is it? What oh, do you think it is? Oh, oh. <laughs> Wild pig. <laughs> a pig? A hog? Yeah. Ah, Jesse. I gave you two shots. Incorrect. Sorry, Jesse. That is wrong. All right, so we're going to go out real quick. Oh, Jesse again. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Jesse. Love you, Jesse. Go ahead, dude. Man. Only because we got like ten seconds left, Jesse. Give that animal real quick, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse, where are you? What is it? What? Jesse. Owl. No, it's not an owl, Jesse. <laughs> well, Jesse, that's all the time we have for this talking pets rewind. All again soon. I'm Daisy Charlotte. We'll talk to you again gorilla, very soon. gorilla, yes. it's a gorilla. AKC National Championship will air on its new network, ABC, as a three-hour special this Sunday, January 17th, 2021, at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The show features thousands of dogs from around the country and the world competing for a coveted title of national champion. Hosting the 20th anniversary broadcast is veteran sportscaster Mary Carrillo with AKC Executive Secretary Gina DiNardo and noted sportscaster Carolyn Mano handling the paw-by-paw duties. This year's AKC National Championship was the largest dog show in the North American with 4,008 dogs entered in the confirmation from 49 states and Washington, D.C. and seven countries combined with competitions in agility, obedience, rally, diving dogs, and AKC fastest dog bringing the total entries to over 8,000. Dogs competed for multiple titles across various events, and more than $150,000 is the prize money, the largest in the world of dog shows. Each year, it is our honor to host the top canine competitors from around the world as they display their athleticism across our sports, said Dennis Sprung, show chairmanship and president and CEO of the AKC. We are thrilled to televise our signature event on ABC, where dog enthusiasts across the country can learn more about dog sports, responsibility with breeders, and witnessing the crowning of the America's national champion. Jason Taylor, assistant show chairman for the Royal Canaan Vice Presidency of Marketing Ads, we are passionate about breeds and what makes each one unique. That's why we are thrilled to share this passion with dog lovers nationwide as they tune in to watch the AKC National Championship presented by Royal Canin on ABC. Viewers can look forward to seeing an action-packed show that highlights the magnificent details that make dogs extraordinary. The AKC National Championship will air on ABC as part of the newest three-year content agreement between the American Kennel Club and ESPN. The show will re-air on ESPN televised channels, Nat Geo Weil Channel and AKC TV. Award-winning company Be Live Productions will once again produce the TV broadcast. Out of an abundance of caution to, due to COVID-19 pandemic, the AKC National Championship did not have spectators at any of the events held at the Orange County Convention Center December 8th to the 13th in 2020. Attendance was limited to exhibitors 
which are handlers, handler assistants, and owners, judges, production crew, and event staff. There were also numerous safety requirements in place, including the wearing of face coverings, temperature checks, social distancing, and show-and-go policies and sanitizing stations. Additionally, the road to becoming a champion dog in the ring of our hearts starts at puppyhood. In advance of the TV broadcast of the AKC National Championship, we'll celebrate the magnificence of puppyhood with the second annual Royal Canaan Puppy Pre-Show, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer, actor, and television personality Wayne Brady. The pre-show invites dog lovers on a fun, educational, and whimsical journey to learn about the magnificence of puppyhood and celebrate their champions at home through a puppy video contest. National Championship host Mary Carrillo will put her dog knowledge to the test as she crowns a puppy best-in-show champion. For more information, please visit www.akc.org slash nationalchampionship. Visit TalkingPets.com and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Jalyn Sidlow. And again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call. The number is 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Darian, and he'll put you on the air with us. You know, Holly uh, Sizemore, the Chief Mission Officer for Best Friends, holds a bachelor degree in fine arts from the University of Utah and a master's degree in public administration from the University of Washington. She and her husband share their home with a few former community cats and one adopted dog. Holly believes that... We will achieve our common goal of achieving no-kill nationwide by 2025 through the right balance of warrior, resolve, patience, persistence, and true collaboration. And I hope to God she's right. Me too. Um, It would be nice to see that. Absolutely. But the one thing that I found, she's very knowledgeable, as we all agreed on during during the break. Um, Very well spoken, too, even when hectic times are going on in the studio. (laughs) Um, But besides that... um, the one thing I really, really liked about what she said was, and I find this to be very important because there was a program years ago that I got involved with, and I think I may have gotten involved with it with Betty White. I'm not sure. There was a celebrity involved, and it might have been Betty, but it was that pets are not throwaways. Absolutely. It was a big thing because people would get them, and it's like, oh, they pee or they chew something, and automatically it's out the door. That's not what it is. You're not going to have a child. You're not, I hope you're not going to have a baby and all of a sudden it pees mm-hmm. on you or, you know, or throws <laughs> up on your comforter and all of a sudden you're like out into the cold. Like I mean, this. yeah, <laughs> I'd like to take this back, please. I'd like a child that doesn't puke or pee or poop. Or cry. I don't care yeah. if it's a hamster, a fish, a cat, a dog, a horse, anything you get, you better be going into it with the knowledge that stuff happens. It happens with animals it happens with kids you it's all a learning process for the animal and for you 
Um, you just have to be educated about what you do. And there's so many resources out there for people to use um, with books or videos or, you know, different podcasts and, and different things. So, if, you know, if you're going to go into the animal world, just be aware that they aren't throwaways. You know, best friends, though, like I said, when I used to work very closely with Michael on the show, um, and this was back in the 90s, um, mm -hmm. and they have always been a pinnacle of um you know of an animal sanctuary so well known but you can find out almost anything from them so yeah. i'm excited about um she did mention you know bestfriends.org right. is their website and i'm excited to go in and check the the new database that they've created to finding out all of the no kill shelters across the united states it's amazing states. what they're doing i mean you mm -hmm. can look at their mission their story their leadership who their partners are um their corporate partners their foundation partners their network partners their celebrity supporters um, and uh, the work they do at Southern Utah University. Also, they have careers great and diversity. Career. So um, there's a lot there that you can find out about them, and I, and I hope to work a lot closer with Holly on, on different things down the road. And anybody who needs information because they work for a shelter, they own a shelter, who needs resources can go into this website, um, and uh, bestfriends.org, and they can find the resources that they may need to keep going and to further the good. For animals. Well, that's one of the things, too, is like one of the biggest problems that animals end up in shelters is not necessarily because of medical conditions. Right. It's behavioral. Absolutely. And that's where, you know, a show like ours is important because we talk to people about it and try to give them some advice the best that we can. Um, it's not like we're sitting there holding the leash because we can't do that. Right. At least not in this day and age. Who knows what time will tell. But, um, but the thing is, is that you know, we try to give good advice and, and that's what you do all the time is you're training dogs and mm -hmm. working with dogs and all and um, so it's important for people to start, you know, this is, I always say it right from the beginning. This is not our show. This is everybody's show. Right. This is an outlet for anybody to call. Um, no matter what you want to talk about, if it's animal related or whatever, you know, let us know. But you did mention, um, the new, uh, the national championship coming up. Yes. And, um, I want to ask you a question on that. Okay. And, it, and it's kind of like, I think it's like a kind of an interesting question. Maybe kind of some people will go, oh, that's a stupid question. <laughs> but, um, but when a dog is performing, Yes. In in these championships. Mm -hmm. Do you think they know they're performing and their goal is to win? Or are they doing it because, you know, mommy or daddy says, hey, this is what you're going to do. I mean, are they in it to win it? Um, I think I would I would put them on a percentage basis. And I'd like to say that the way we train them in show is they want that. And they're they're getting something out of that. So it, the whole give and take is part of the training. And they're actually very excited to be out there. Now, there's a few dogs that maybe they're they're forced to go through it just because of their lineage, you know. But it's, that's also going to come out in the way they perform. Right. So you you go to the shows. We've been to you know Westminster every year together. And this I've will been, be the first year we don't go. And well, since my well, heart attack, unless we go. Yeah. Uh, in June, when it's actually held yeah, in Upper New York State. That's, that's going to be a little tough, I think, but, um, you know, because of the circumstances yeah. involved. But um, I would love to, because the, the castle looks... I know. For, it looks phenomenal. Well, um, if they allow press, we have a reason to be there. Yeah, yeah. and plus the, <laughs> yeah. the weather would be a lot nicer. It would be beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, most dogs, they, they do want to win. You see how they get excited, because they, they've, they've been going through this since they were wee little ones. You can start showing you confirmation at eight months old. Yeah, so. um, I'm going to tell you the other day, Jerry sent me an email and he said, you know, just because I'm not seeing you this year doesn't mean I love you because I love you and I miss you. And Aww. we'll see you guys next year exactly. at Hotel Penn. And I was like, yeah, definitely. Yep. So um, we'll get back on course with that. It's just, you know, everybody's dealing with 
COVID-19 and, and the changes that are involved. <laughs> it's a different yeah. world. But when we come back, we'll have a story from Devin. Uh, but once again, um, you are listening to Talking Pets. And if you've got a question, training or behavior, pick up the phone and give us a call. Don't forget, you can watch us on Facebook Live. And now, because I plugged it in, you can actually hear <laughs> us there <laughs> as well. Like I said, it's been a hectic hour. But, and that's all behind the scenes that you can. Hi friends, John Patch here. As host of Talkin' Pets, I get asked all the time if I know of a pet odor elimination product that actually works. The answer is yes, and you can get it at 10% off with my promo code PETS, P-E-T-S. It's called SCOE 10X, S-C-O-E 10X, the best pet odor elimination product made. And you know why it's the best? Because SCOE 10X actually eliminates bad pet odor like urine, feces, and vomit, even skunk odor. And it's 100% money-back guaranteed. SCOE 10X is fragrance-free. Also, it's completely non-toxic and hypoallergenic. It's so safe you can use it directly on your pets, your own skin, or plant vegetation. And since SCOE 10X can only be purchased at SCOE10X.com, get your own bottle of SCOE 10X at 10% off by adding the word PETS in the promo code box at checkout. SCOE 10X, an odor elimination product that actually works. And don't forget to use promo code PETS, P-E-T-S, for your 10% off. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. For a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill so you have the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It comes with a 10-year warranty. It's washable and dryable, so it stays healthy, and it's 100% made in the USA. I'm also going to give you deep discounts on all my MyPillow products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets, my mattress toppers, bath towels, and so much more. That's $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow, the lowest price ever, and deep discounts on all my MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Special Square. Use promo code SUN or call 800-442-0471. That's MyPillow.com. Click the Radio Listener Special Square and use promo code SUN. Do you have a great idea for a radio show but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on Gab, all you need is your voice. We'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network is aired on our station on the TuneIn Radio app, and they're all sent to our satellite, which is accessed by about 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are several ways to connect to Gab remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So, if you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Joe Walsh Radio Show, Talking Pets, and Inside Analysis, send an email now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Harrison's Reality Check. If you know someone with a drug and alcohol problem that's hitting a little too close to home, there's help in a moment. 
Some states may follow California in banning the cancer-causing chemical phthalate used in bottled water and plastic toys. Government deregulation still allows toy manufacturers to use it here without disclosure. Phthalates also make store-bought bottled waters squeezable. The more squeezable a plastic bottle, the more phthalates. So ditch the plastic if at all possible. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help right now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Are drug and alcohol problems hitting you too close to home? Get help right now. Insurance may cover everything. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. That's 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. Here's today's top automotive tech story. I'm Nick Miles. Ford Motor Company and Volkswagen AG have signed agreements that expand their global alliance to meet rapidly evolving needs of their respective customers in Europe and other regions by leveraging complementary strengths in mid-sized pickup trucks, commercial, and electric vehicles. The Alliance will produce a medium pickup truck engineered and built by Ford for sale by Volkswagen as the Amarok. For more automotive tech news, go to testmiles.com. The all-new Highlander comes equipped with five USB ports, perfect for fully charging everyone's smartphone. No phone is dying on your watch. That's how you go Highlander. Toyota, let's go places. May not be compatible with all mobile phones, MP3, WMA players, and like models. You're listening to Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. For more info on our programs and services, including technical operations and syndication, please visit Gab Radio Network. The Westminster... The Westminster Kennel Club announces changes to its judging panel for the 145th annual Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show presented by Pierna Pro Plan at Lindenhurst Estate, Terrytown, New York on June 12th and 13th this year, as well for the 8th annual Masters Agility Championship on June 11th. The three other, the three other recently, oh, in addition, the Beaver Terrier, newly recognized by the in 2021 by the American Kennel Club will join the three other recently AKC recognized breeds that are now eligible to enter the dog show. The Barbet, the Belgian Lacanos, and the Dago Argentino. Due to the dog show date change and related matters, there have been some adjustments to the judging panel. The addition of the two new breed judges, Mr. James Mitchell and Dr. Elliot Moore, assignment judges for Mr. George Milanakovich and Mrs. Kimberly Ann Meredith and Miss Sharon Ann Ridmer and new, new agility judges Mrs. Abby A. Hansen and Mr. David Neuer. There are new new changes to the best in show group, sporting hound, terrier, and non-sporting breed assignments, junior showmanship, or obedience judging assignments. Here are the or, you, here are the changes to the panel. Uh, you can visit talkingpets.com. To see the full list.
Hi, this is Francis Fisher. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. So I want to ask you, uh, Jilly, because yeah. uh, <laughs> Devin fumbled the ball through there a little bit. Devin, anything you're supposed to <laughs> AKC judging uh, uh, boards, let me read it. Since I know most of like, oh, these man. judges anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> I read through them originally, I was like, oh, I got this, but no. So <laughs> he didn't give the judges. So what were the judges on some of those groups? Who are they, I should say? Okay. Uh, the working breeds is going to be Miss Kimberly Ann Meredith, Dr. Elliot L. Moore, and Miss Sharon A. Redmere. Um, for the toy breeds, it's Mr. George Molotinovich. For the herding breeds, it's Mr. James Mitchell. And for agility, um, ooh, it doesn't list that. Oh, yes, it does. I'm sorry. Um, Mrs. Abby A. Hansen um, and Dr. David Noor. I think that's it. And then they can find out which breeds they're judging on at TalkingPets.com. Absolutely. Just click on the news section, and it's all there. It'll those tell you. Those are new panels but for those three. Who's the one that's judging the new breed uh, with the new dog in it, the Bevere? Beaver, Bevere, people? Bevere. Bevere. It's the Bevere Terrier. Well, the Terrier is going to be in the Terrier group, and it's not listed as new ones in here. It's just working group toy, herding, and agility class. I thought it had it under the toy. Who the? I thought they mentioned it there. Well, that's the toy. He's that's terrier. The terriers is their, their own group. Let me see for a sec. Either that, or I'm losing my mind. Yeah, it's um toy breeds. Uh, Mr. George Milant- Milatovic of Fresno, Milatovic. California, is going to be judging the uh, Bavier terriers. Okay. So, yeah, I knew it was on there. <laughs> <laughs> Eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. Breeds of terrier. That's oh my nice. god! Yeah, there's that's like, always the largest group. It is. It's gigantic, toys. and it's really hard to keep up with them. Yeah. I mean, some of them look very similar. Some of them look very different. Um, but you know, there's so many breeds of dogs, and now they're coming out with these newer breeds. Um, like uh, Devin actually did pretty good on mentioning some of those some of those newer breeds that are going to be on there because some of those are tough. That's one thing we do during Westminster. Remember when we do the show out there? Yeah. It's like name that new breed. Yeah. It's and we practice trying to figure out how to pronounce <laughs> uh-huh. it correctly. Jerry always liked that, but too from the Hotel Pen trying to figure yep. that one out. You did the right. It's the Barbet, the Belgian Lecanoi, and the Dogo Argentino. <laughs> Lecanoi sounds Lecanoi. sexual. Um. <laughs> Lick, I like annoy you. <laughs> I like you and annoy you at the same time. Or I want to like annoy you. Eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. I didn't give anything away this hour, and I want to give something away. What do you want to give away? Just to a caller. You technically gave away like pronunciation lessons. Well, that that's true, but um, well, let's give away a bottle of SCOE 10X, the awesome. odor eliminator. If you have not won this yet, I want you to try it because it's awesome. It's the best odor eliminator you're going to find. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Uh. 
Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Well, hello there. This is Jalyn Sidlow from Celestial Custom Dog Services. Here to answer your training questions and your behavior questions. If you have pet sitting questions, pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Darian and he'll put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by... Devin Leach. Thank you, Devin. And brought to you by SCOE 10X, the ultimate odor eliminator guaranteed to remove any odors like... Skunk or even cat urine. Get 10% off by adding the word pets, P E T S, in the promo box at scoe10x.com. S C O E number 10x.com. Green Gobbler 20% vinegar weed killer, environmentally pet and children friendly. It will kill those weeds, but it won't kill your pets or your kids. Green Gobbler Pet Safe Ice Melt, pet friendly, non corrosive, extremely effective ice melt can be found at homedepot.com and amazon.com. And also brought to you by Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your pet will be. Dynavite.com, D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. You're listening to Talking Pets. Hi, I'm Bob Page. Welcome to another edition of Talking Pets Rewind. From time to time, Hollywood's finest stop by Talking Pets to talk with us and you about our pets and animals. And with so many big stars coming on Talking Pets, John Patch is never starstruck. Okay, maybe never is too strong a word. We want to welcome on the Talking Pets, Miss Betty White. Hey, Betty, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you, John. You know, it is it is always an honor. It's always a pleasure. I love you. Oh, John, I don't have to believe that, but oh, it sounds good. Thank you. It's the truth. I love you. I mean, I really, really do love you. Betty, I mean, it's just, I'm not saying this to say it. I mean, I don't say those things. You really are the nicest person in the world. Uh-huh. And you make my life complete by uh, just being a friend of yours and knowing you. Will you marry me? Of course. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to be hard to get. Of course. It all came as a delicious surprise. <laughs> if we do get married, John, we have to move into the zoo. I'm fine with that. <laughs> It'll be a simple ceremony, but, a, but an exotic one. <laughs> we'll have our guests will be an orangutan and an elephant. <laughs> and an elephant, and I have a few other friends that I'll surprise you with. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now if we have to pick a certain species, Betty, at the L.A. Zoo, who do we move in with? Well, Bruno and I have sort of a... Are you uh, cheating on me already? Yes, yes. Betty, I can't believe it. He's about a 400-pound orangutan, and he and I have a very special relationship. Oh, no. There's another big celebrity marriage going down the tube? Even before it made the National Enquirer? Let's see how this one turns out. Love and marriage. They go together like a horse and carrot. Betty White, she's my new wife. <laughs> I should get a, a, a stunt check. Ooh, stunt check. Ah, she does know John well. 
maybe better luck next time. That was Ms. Betty White. You know her, like I said, from the Golden Girls, also from uh, Morris Animal Foundation. If you'd like to help out Morris in behalf of Ms. Betty White, please check out their website at morrisanimalfoundation.org or give them a call at 1-800-243-2345. Or you can find that info at talkingpets.com on the links page. T-A-L-K-I-N, pets.com. Well, that was kind of a thrill. That's never happened before. We love you, Betty. You can't have none. You can't have one without the Until next time, for Talking Pets, (laughs) Rewind, I'm Bob Page. No, sir. So I had to play it. It's her birthday this weekend. Can you believe she's going to be 99 years old? Bless her heart. I mean, it's amazing. So I sent her a birthday card the other day. I hope she got it. Um, but um, yeah, I just ninety nine. She's still she's still booking. She's still kicking it. And she's and she's like uh, she's working on an old show of her mm-hmm. hers to make it new again. Um, so good for her. She doesn't stop. It keeps her young. So does the vodka. <laughs> that keeps her preserved. Yeah. <laughs> I think does, she said that before. She does love that. I called her one, t- one day and I sent her a basket of goodies and she was sitting there with her girlfriends playing cards and drinking and eating chocolate. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> so, but no, she's a sweetie. So happy birthday, Betty White. We love you. And um, Absolutely. Happy birthday, Betty. Yep. Yeah, so just unbelievable. 99. I know. It's like when Bob, too. Bob Barker, he's like 97, I think, 98. Uh, Tippy's birthday is this week, and then yep. so is Linda Blair. So it's an active week for me with uh, with the girls, my golden girls, you might say. So, <laughs> but eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. We're going to be having um, a lawyer coming on for about ten minutes. In about ten minutes, um, and we're going to be speaking with Nicholas Arivo. He's the managing attorney for the Humane Society of the United States. Uh, there's been something in the news where a bunch of organizations. Uh, groups have challenged the Trump administration's over Gray Wolf delisting, um, and he's going to come on and just tell us about that and what's being done, because even though you think the Gray Wolves have you know come back, they really haven't, um, and they need help. And that was something that I worked really closely with many years ago uh, here on the show in getting them um, actually put back into like areas like Minnesota and all. So um, hopefully things can be turned around and they won't be removed from the Endangered Species Act because uh, wolves are important. Some people may be afraid of them, but you got to also realize they really won't bother you. No. Um, they don't like the scent of human. They usually go around it uh, rather than come towards it. So. And they are such beautiful creatures. And they do have, and that's, and you know, that's, there's been issues in the past where they have killed some cattle and they've killed some sheep and stuff like that. It's a wolf. Um, but the one thing that the government did was they reimbursed people that lost their farm animals you know, due to wolf attacks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they were paid back for the loss of the animal, but uh, we'll find out a little well, bit and more. They're not doing it maliciously. They're, no. They're just surviving. And it's their we nature. have encroached their living space. So they see something, you know, that they can eat and keep their babies alive. Other, it's like, you know. Are these the same wolves that we're seeing on the road? Like, out, I mean, we're, there's buildings there, there's new home developments. And we're Wait, here? Yeah, those here. are coyotes. Coyotes. Okay. Those are coyotes. Yeah. Okay, totally I know. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coyotes. Um, they actually there's tons of them. They, yeah, <laughs> they've they've been all over the place. I had one walk down the middle of my street one day during the day. Yep. And I was kind of like, what the? And everybody was like, everybody stopped. There were people with their babies and strollers and stuff like that, and everybody just froze. And I'm oh, in my yeah. front yard doing yard work, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, where I live, you know, over in South Tampa, but I live close to the bay. 
you know, where the Gandhi Bridge goes over, just the other side of that, I mean, there are packs of wild dogs and coyotes. And then they had torn down a huge apartment complex. It's now being rebuilt, but it sat there as wild overgrown. Well, and no, it was just full of dogs and coyotes. The one thing that gets me is no matter where you are in the country and where you're listening right now, whether it's Nashville, Portland, you know, Seattle, wherever you're at, um, there's certain areas that once people pull out of, um, and that, and nobody goes in and redevelops it. Rather, what they do is let it fall apart and become decay. Mm-hmm. Animals do move in there yep. um, for shelter and so on and so forth. So you will see them moving in and encroaching onto human territory because of that, and mostly because we keep encroaching on their territory and knocking them out of what, what is their home and originally their home. You know, I can't state it enough. It's a, it's a big thing for me. Is like I love the wilderness. Mm-hmm. I love mountains and trees and streams and clean water. And I would love to see that any day overseeing high rises and highways. And so Lord knows we have enough of those already. Um, but, you know, it, it would be nice to actually see Mother Nature. Yep. You know, when, during COVID-19, a lot of animals started coming back. A lot of uh, plant life started coming back into areas because humans weren't going in encroaching and destroying them. Exactly. Um, so, you know, it shows that there's a possibility that we can make this planet better again. But we got to stick to it, you know. Well, and I, in certain aspects too, I I don't mind them because they keep the critters you don't want around. You know, like the the cats that catch and release, or the ferals that are around. You know, keep the varmints down, um, the rat and the mice population, which is great in my area because all the new building chases them out of everywhere, um, and the uh, the packs of coyotes, you know, keep the other raccoons and everything down, and the possums. Well, once again, you're listening to Talking Pets, and we would like to talk with you. The number is 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We want to talk to you about your pets. And um, coming up right now, we're going to be speaking for just a couple minutes. Nicholas Arivo is going to be joining us, the managing attorney for the Humane Society of the United States. So stay tuned for him. We'll also be playing some games um, where you can win some prizes. Woo-hoo! But once again, you are listening to Talking Pets, and we want to talk with you. And you can actually uh, watch and listen to us if you can't hear us on your local radio station, which hopefully you can. But if you can't, you can watch us on Facebook Live at Talking Pets Radio. And we're waving at you right now. At Talking Pets Radio, check us out. But again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. Devin Leach. And this is Talking Pets. Here is today's top automotive tech story. I'm Nick Miles. Ford has officially unveiled the zero-emission all-electric e-transit, and it's arriving at a time when Americans and others around the globe are ready to embrace the potential of green delivery. According to a new survey, people are increasingly expressing openness to delivery services operated by electric vehicles. More than 60% of Americans and 68% of Brits care about environmental impact of vehicles used by delivery services. For more automotive tech news, you can go to testmiles.com. Need a mirror? America's first and only hybrid minivan. The Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid delivers up to 32 miles all-electric with a total driving range of 520 miles while offering plenty of space. Drive with confidence in the Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid. You're listening to Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. For more info on our programs and services, including technical operations and syndication, please visit gabradionetwork.com.
Lately, I love to get out of the house and go on a drive, but I hate driving through storms. That's why I drive with wiper blades that can handle any weather. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are crafted with advanced quad tech, four-layered coated silicone that repels water, snow, and ice, and lasts two times longer than other blades. It's so dependable, Rainier Zeitlo broke a world record driving from Alaska to Argentina, over 16,000 miles with these blades. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are real-world proven. Get a pair today only at Walmart. Daisy sheds like crazy. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she has dandruff and an oily coat. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them. Dynavite is a life changer. Lately, she's been a lot more playful, a lot more energetic, more active. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Marshall, Ph.D. If you've ever had questions about your health, listen to Healthline Live now online at qnlabs.com. Every Monday through Saturday, I'll take your nutrition questions live during show hours and guide you the best I can on your path to great health. The key to great health is nutrition, and unfortunately, our food sources are not even close to what they used to be. Go to qnlabs.com and join me to learn about quantum nutrition. Ask your questions and get real answers. I'll give you the truth so you're empowered to make excellent nutrition and lifestyle choices. Remember, each day's show streams 24 hours until the next show, so you can listen at your convenience from anywhere, anytime. If you miss a show, you can still find it archived on the website. So take advantage of this great opportunity to educate yourself and your family. That's Healthline Live every Monday through Saturday on QNLabs.com. Looking to kill weeds without using dangerous chemicals like glyphosate? An all-natural weed killer may be just what you're looking for. Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is a concentrated herbicide derived naturally from corn. It's four times stronger than regular table vinegar, so it packs a punch against all kinds of pesky weeds. Use Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer to safely kill dandelions, crabgrass, clover, ivy, and more. It's perfect for driveways, pavers, fence lines, and other outdoor surfaces. Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer is an effective and powerful herbicide, but it doesn't stop there. It's also certified for organic use, so when used properly, it won't negatively affect soil or wildlife. Since Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is pure vinegar with no other additives, pet owners can let their pets out to play right after application. Search for Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer on Amazon.com today. We offer a hassle-free money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. Listening to Talkin' Pets. Don't forget you can watch and listen if you wish on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. But right now, I want to introduce onto the program with us for this segment of the show Nicholas Arrivo. He is the managing attorney for the Humane Society of the United States, and groups are challenging the Trump administration over gray wolf delisting and the uh, response to outgoing administration actually removing the uh, Endangered Species Act protections from the gray wolf. And um, Welcome to the show, Nicholas. How are you? 
Hi, John. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you on with us. I want to introduce you to Julie and Devin here in the studio. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so tell us what's going on, um, because, you know, I worked a lot with the wolf, um, with, with getting wolves reenacted back into the wild many, many years ago through this show. We've been on the air for 30 years, and it was very important to me because the wolf was actually one of my favorite animals. Um, and so what's going on? And, and I got a question, and like it pops into my head, like... You know, six environmental groups, including the HSUS, is filing a lawsuit against the Trump administration's rule. But he's gone after this weekend. So does that make any changes? Sure. So um, first of all, uh, thanks for the work that you've done um, helping with reintroduction of wolves. That's incredible. Um, and we appreciate that. And so you, you know, you must be aware um, of the, you know, sad history of wolves in the United States, which is that yes. they were... Um, heavily persecuted, you know, including through government bounties, and basically extirpated from the lower 48 states um, by the mm -hmm. turn of the century. Um, and they were listed um, in the 1970s and 1975 under the Endangered Species Act. And now, you know, after more than 40 years of taxpayer-funded uh, work to try and recover the species, we're starting to see... Um, some of the fruits of recovery, but this decision by the Trump administration, which was finalized uh, actually on Election Day in November, um, is quite simply premature. Um, it's it's going to render those decades of, of good work trying to bring wolves somewhere even close to where they historically have been in the United States. It's going to waste those efforts. It's going to expose wolves in the states where there are significant wolf populations to cruel and, frankly, extreme levels of hunting um, and trapping for sport under state management that's extremely hostile to wolves. Um, and in, in those states where wolves are only beginning to regain a, a toehold, like California, some of the western parts of Oregon and Washington, Colorado, even Maine, where, you know, we have um, maybe one or two packs or occasional dispersing individuals, it's, it's going to more or less ensure that wolves never really recover and establish a presence in those areas, which, um, just for perspective, I mean, right now, wolves occupy, you know, less than 90, sorry, less than 10% of the historic range that they once roamed in across the United States. So, so it's just, we're nowhere near actual recovery yet, and this is pulling the plug and giving up on wolves way too soon. Well, I know. Um, I, I, with, you, with the signatures that I've seen in the Trump administration and um, just against just against environmental acts that they were doing, it was to me it was appalling because we, we were talking before you came on the air on how much we appreciate the fact of clean air and fresh water and, and mountains and trees and all. I mean, we need that in this in this planet in order to survive. And he he did he didn't do any any good work in terms of having that happen. What he did was more financial for people to gain, um, you know, more money for themselves and their big corporations and their big pockets. But so it's it's I'm glad that you guys are fighting with other organizations to actually um, turn this over. Yeah, well, and then you make a very good point, which is that this is just one of a series of really destructive. Um, maneuvers made by the last administration, or I, I guess still the current administration, um, 
to roll back really critical environmental and wildlife protections, particularly with regard to the Endangered Species Act. Um, we've seen not only moves like this to delist individual species prematurely, um, we've also seen attacks on the Endangered Species Act itself, which is one of the most popular and successful environmental laws in the United States. And uh, we've seen an effort to basically neuter its efficacy by rolling back regulations that actually implement the act and make it a lot easier for, like you said, uh, private developers, and you know, including miners and oil developers to um, build on critical habitat for endangered species and uh, generally prioritize profit of, of private industry uh, over the wildlife heritage that belongs to all Americans. Nicholas, was the HS, or I'm sorry, was the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, um, were they a friend or a foe in terms of, um, you know, what's going on with all this with the gray wolves? The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service uh, is, uh, I guess you would say, the foe. They, they're actually the entity that we are suing uh, along with our coalition partners in this lawsuit. Um, they're the uh, agency of the federal government that's responsible for administering the Endangered Species Act. So they make the final call on listing or delisting species, among other things, under the ESA. And so um, they're the ones that actually made the rule stripping wolves of protection, which is why they're the ones we're challenging in court. But of course, you know, they are part of the Department of the Interior, which is under the control of Secretary David Bernhardt, who's a Trump appointee. So, you know, they are subject to political influences, of course. Um, mm -hmm. And that, you know, the, the interference of politics, uh, especially in decisions about endangered species, is, is really insidious. You know, the Endangered Species Act itself, the text of the law, says that decisions about listing or delisting species need to be made solely on the basis of the best available science. That means no political considerations, no economic considerations. It's just what the science says needs to guide our policy. And what we saw here um, is that the best available science was ignored. And that's not just the position of the Humane Society or of environmental organizations. That's also the view of the more than 100 independent scientists that sent in a letter um, objecting to the delisting on scientific grounds. And it was the view of the majority of the independent peer reviewers who are all wolf experts that uh, seriously criticized the scientific grounds um, underpinning this delisting decision. So, Nicholas, where could my listeners on Talking Pets here, where can they find out more information about this and can they help? Is there a website? Yeah, so um, one, one place to go is, I mean, the Humane Society of the United States. We Our, our blog, as well as our social media channels, um, have you know regular updates on our fight for wolves and other endangered species. Um, and we'll often include links to petitions and, and ways to engage. Um, I think right now, they, there's an, you know, going to be a lot of important fights um, at the state level. So the federal decision to delist wolves has already been made. And so we're, we're in court and we're hopefully going to get that overturned. And there was huge public participation during that process. It was actually, I believe, a, a record number of public comments for any we got, federal we got 10 regulation seconds, ever. Nicholas. 10 seconds. Sure. Uh, so so uh, in the states, uh, because wolves have been delisted, there's going to be a lot of um, state 
decisions that affect uh, the fate of wolves, uh, including whether or not trophy hunting seasons happen. And oh. so Looking to kill weeds without using dangerous chemicals like glyphosate? An all-natural weed killer may be just what you're looking for. Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is a concentrated herbicide derived naturally from corn. It's four times stronger than regular table vinegar, so it packs a punch against all kinds of pesky weeds. Use Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer to safely kill dandelions, crabgrass, clover, ivy, and more. It's perfect for driveways, pavers, fence lines, and other outdoor surfaces. Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer is an effective and powerful herbicide, but it doesn't stop there. It's also certified for organic use, so when used properly, it won't negatively affect soil or wildlife. Since Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is pure vinegar with no other additives, pet owners can let their pets out to play right after application. Search for Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer on Amazon.com today. We offer a hassle-free money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. Hi friends, John Patch here. As host of Talkin' Pets, I get asked all the time if I know of a pet odor elimination product that actually works. The answer is yes, and you can get it at 10% off with my promo code PETS, P-E-T-S. It's called SCOE 10X, S-C-O-E 10X, the best pet odor elimination product made. And you know why it's the best? Because SCOE 10X actually eliminates bad pet odor like urine, feces, and vomit, even skunk odor. And it's 100% money-back guaranteed. SCOE 10X is fragrance-free. Also, it's completely non-toxic and hypoallergenic. It's so safe you can use it directly on your pets, your own skin, or plant vegetation. And since SCOE 10X can only be purchased at SCOE10X.com, get your own bottle of SCOE 10X at 10% off by adding the word PETS in the promo code box at checkout. SCOE 10X, an odor elimination product that actually works. And don't forget to use promo code PETS, P-E-T-S, for your 10% off. In the age of politics, of man versus man, enters an important issue of man versus the environment. Look around at the tree there yesterday, but now what remains is a leaf blowing across a crowded parking lot. Some say environment is not an issue, that the welfare of mankind, jobs, money, and material wealth exceed all that serves true purpose. Well, the future of today's children, your children, and grandchildren relies on how we perceive our present goals. Life as long as there is life is but a cycle, and every organism, plant, animal, and human being needs a certain piece of this complex structure to survive. If we take away a small part of our ecosystem, we diminish the life of its structure. As years go on, our wilderness is decreasing. Through man's greed and mismanagement, we are destroying our future. To many, a bird is just something that flies with feathers. But for example, the spotted owl may be just that, learned only through the pages of history books. If we continue to destroy a small bird because of a short-term economic gain, we may as well consider no future for our own offspring. Our plants, our animals, our air, each serve a particular purpose. But through our ignorance, eroded soils, endangered species of all animal life, poisoned water, and fall air, 
will be our gift to the child you have nurtured and loved for so many years. A forest may take days to timber, but think how many years it took to be created into a home for the wild and their offspring. If man can fly to the moon, surely we can discover new ways to continue a life balanced with the environment. If we can create a job by cutting a tree down, we can also create one by planting a tree as well. Make the future worth living for our children. Let them have some of the benefits you have now. Let them know, see, and understand what wild in its natural environment truly means. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to talk to you about your pets, of course. The number is 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. Again, I'm John Patch, and we are speaking um, still with um, Nicholas Arrivo. He is the managing attorney for the Humane Society of the United States. And, um, Nicholas, I didn't want to cut you off, but we went into a commercial break there, and I know you tried you tried speeding up a little bit, but I want to make sure I get this information out. Um, so if people want to help with this lawsuit or maybe sometimes you need signatures or anything on, you know, um, challenging this Trump administration policy um, in the courts, where can they go and what can they do? Sure. I think there's a few ways to help here. Um, so as I was saying before the break, uh, we already saw a record outpouring of public involvement um, when this delisting was first proposed back in 2019. We saw more than 1.8 million public comments, which I believe is the record for any federal regulation ever on anything. Um, but in the meantime, I, I think there's going to be a few opportunities for, for folks to meaningfully help. Um, and the first is if you live in a state uh, that has wolves, um, especially, uh, you know, a, a Great Lakes state like uh, a like Minnesota or Michigan or Wisconsin that have the sort of highest density of wolf populations and the most extreme hunts potentially opening up as early as this fall. Um, engaging with your state lawmakers, your governor, your state fish and wildlife agency to make clear that you support wolf recovery and you oppose um, extreme and cruel trophy hunting and trapping of wolves, that's going to be very important. Um, and then at the federal level, it's, I think, important to um, write to your representatives in Congress um, and make sure that they know that you support restoring the power of the Endangered Species Act and um, repealing some of these uh, destructive policies that were put in place during the Trump administration. And the website for the Humane Society in the United States is hsus.org, correct? Uh, humane society.org. It will also get you there. Yeah, it will. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Well, I didn't. I didn't want to cut you off there, and I definitely wanted to get that information out there because this is really important, and it's something dear to my heart. So, um, I want to thank you for joining us in this time that you were on with us, and you know, uh, please give my best to Kitty. I would imagine you work probably pretty close with her at the Humane Society. I will. I absolutely will. Thank you. 
And um, so and uh, we look forward to doing a lot more, of course, with the HSUS. You're a great organization. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Sean. I love the show. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Thank Nicholas. Nicholas. Have a good weekend. You too. Cheers. That's Nicholas Arrivo, the managing attorney for the Humane Society of the United States, and some great information about yes, the wolves. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a sad situation when, like, last week it was, I believe, we had in one of the hours of the program, Baz came on, and, and he was working with the last two white rhinos in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happened that they um, were a mother and daughter, no male. Uh, the male died a couple of years ago. and um, But they did get the sperm, and they do have embryo. Okay. And I believe they were going to try to um, have a surrogate mother, um, maybe out of one of the one of the white rhinos, I guess. Um, but it, that's cutting it close when you oh, totally. when you have two females. I mean, and then you know they're extinct; they're gone. Well, and, see, now that's a situation that we need to clone. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I did ask about stem cell research and so mm-hmm. on and so forth, and. They were looking more at the embryo and the sperm kind of situation, rather. But, but yeah, the cloning thing is interesting, too. Um, but there's a lot of things that science is doing that doesn't necessarily let it out to us, if you know what I mean. True. So the only time yeah. we find out about some things is when it, there's a leak. Well, you know, like Jurassic Park, we need to build a, a specific island and just have it for extinct animals yeah. and recreate them. Because I know we can do it. But I don't, I don't want to yeah, be that, stuck on that island, yeah, though. I was say, that worked really well. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say dinosaurs. I said, like, you know, animals and, you know, the wolves. And specific, like, look at the yak grizzly bear. There's They're down to just a handful. And then somebody just poached a female this last week, and they're looking for them. So, yeah, that's what we should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it. Well... As much as I like dinosaurs and I think they're cool creatures, I don't think I'd want to come face to face with a T Rex. <laughs> Not anytime no. soon. I mean, oh, but I'd like to see them recreating the, uh, the, the white rhino and so Well, that, yes. I mean, but yeah, I don't think, you know, I can't even pronounce half the dinosaur names out there, let alone <laughs> know who they are. But I mean, what is it? The Brachiosaurus? That was a cool one. That was the plant eater. Yeah. They were cool. The Vegisaurus. Yeah, and then the one I think it was one of the last, actually, um, one of the more recent ones, maybe the last uh, Jurassic Park, where the island was the volcanoes were going, and they showed. Did you see it? The last one. Yeah, I saw the last. One. And they showed the Brachiosaurus on the on like the edge of the mount, on the edge of the land, the island, yep. and it was going up in flames. It was I, it ripped my heart out. I was just like, yeah, my wife cried at that part. <laughs> yeah, I think I think most people would. I mean, it was so sad because you know to see these creatures dying, you know. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, and that's that's what makes it hard about losing, you know, the wild. I mean, I can't I can't state it enough how important these animals are to us. And you know, like with tigers, there's only like two thousand of I them know. left in the wild, and they're such a beautiful creature. That's what I said. We need a special island for the tigers and lions and bears. Oh my, and rhinos. <laughs> well, and then we started talking about dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, y'all started doing that. That wasn't me. Oh, okay. The country came out. Y'all. <laughs> So if you can name, I'm going to do an animal sound. If you can name this wild animal, I don't think it's going to take your arm off at any time. But if you can name what makes this sound, I'm going to set you up with a bottle of SCOE 10X uh, odor eliminator. Um, uh, and I'm Also the Green Gobbler, 20% vinegar weed killer. The Pet Safe Ice Melt you can choose from. You can choose from a book from Kitchen Soup for the, uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. One on dogs or one on cats. Um... 
or a CD from Gino Sasani in Cold Blood, and it's about reptiles. But this is the animal sound. So can you name what this is? He's a little late, but I don't know. Now he doesn't want to speak. <laughs> it's been like a, a interesting evening. Um, so eight four four three zero five seventy eight hundred eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. That is the number to call. So pick up the phone, give us a call, and um, I swear I'll get this animal sound out for you. But. It may take a while. Anyway, um, 844-305-7800. <laughs> I just give up. Um, so we'll get okay, it so out to you. Thank, thanks to live radio. You never know what's going to happen. Hold that thought on the sound. Yeah, the sound that doesn't want to play now. Um, so anyway, 844-305-7800. Um, but he was very intelligent. Very intelligent, yes. Nicholas Cerivo. Um, I guess for a lawyer, you kind of have to be. People need to know these things. Yeah, that's normally a requirement. Yeah. And I'm I'm just glad that I hope that a lot of those uh, those acts from the Trump administration get halted. I think they will. Um, because they're barbaric. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and And it's not, we're not picking on Trump for people who love Trump because there's a lot of you out there that do. We're picking on the policy that he created yes. because it was a bad environmental move as far as I'm concerned. Um, so that's what we're... So is hunting for sport. So are many, many things. Yeah. <laughs> so um, 844-305-7800. That is the number to call. If you've got a question, we want to talk to you. Pick up the phone and give us a buzz. 844-305-7800. Once again, you are listening to Talking Pets. And um, I will get, eventually, I'll get you an animal sound. I swear I will. Um, I, I'm telling you, it's been a, a really weird week. Um, I don't know. I mean, for everybody. I mean, considering what's been going on in Washington and, and now across the whole country. But um, it's just been very strange. So, Julie, fill us in why I play with the animal sound box here. Oh, you keep pushing buttons? Yes, that don't want to seem to actually do anything. John, I can um, the sound for you if you like that. You know, I can do my best impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be good. Shucky, don't shucky, quack, quack. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thanks for that save, uh, Darian. Thank my you. My pleasure. But, um, oh, heck. Um, I I don't know what's going on. Um, so anyway, we'll skip the, we're going to skip the animal sound right now because we're going to go out to a break. But I'm going to give something away anyway. Um, if you've won it in the last three months, um, give somebody else a shot. But I'm going to send one person the SCOE 10X Odor Eliminator. And the other person is going to get a bottle of the Green Gobbler Pet Safe Ice Melt just for putting up with this right now. So That's a deal. We'll regroup and come back after the break. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Devin, do you have my pot up? I figured it out. Oh, for heaven's <laughs> sakes. Oh, my God, Devin, I'm going to reach over and slap you. It's, it's a rough day. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I, told you, I told you I was having a rough week. I just, hey. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, we'll be back with an animal sound. There you go. And a story. That's okay, now we know who to blame it on. Oh, yes. Yeah. In-house producer, shame on you. Ah. Uh. This is <laughs> Talking Pets.
Protect your pup's paws this winter with Green Gobbler's Pet Safe Ice Melt. It's pet friendly, non corrosive, and extremely effective. Unlike rock salt, this ice melt is far less likely to cause stomach issues if ingested, and it's gentle on paws. It's no wonder why it's an Amazon bestseller. Choose the best for your pet this winter. You can find Green Gobbler Pet Safe Ice Melt on Amazon or GreenGobbler.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. For a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill so you have the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It comes with a 10-year warranty. It's washable and dryable so it stays healthy, and it's 100% made in the USA. I'm also going to give you deep discounts on all my MyPillow products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets, my mattress toppers, bath towels, and so much more. That's $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow, the lowest price ever, and deep discounts on all my MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Special Square. Use promo code SUN or call 800-442-0471. That's MyPillow.com. Click the Radio Listener Special Square and use promo code SUN. Maxwell, she was scratching and losing some hair. My vet, she says, oh, he must be allergic to chicken. Another vet said, eat the grain. Third vet said, it's the weather. Then somebody said, D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. It took two weeks, and the dog stopped itching. The hair stopped falling out. The Dynavite is a big part of Maxwell's diet. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Do you have a great idea for a radio show but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on Gab, all you need is your voice. We'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network is aired on our station on the TuneIn Radio app and... They're all sent to our satellite, which is accessed by about 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are several ways to connect to Gab remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So, if you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Joe Walsh Radio Show, Talking Pets, and Inside Analysis, send an email now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Are you looking to promote healthy lung function? Quantum Nutrition Labs has exciting news. Our lung support is back, and it's better than ever. This comprehensive botanical formula featuring bromelain, N-acetyl-L-cysteine, and organic cranberry is designed for optimal lung support. For a limited time, buy two bottles and get the third one free. Call one 800 Three seven zero three four four seven, or visit us online at qnlabs.com. That's one eight hundred three seven zero three four four seven, or visit qnlabs.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Marshall, PhD, host of Healthline. Tune in to get your questions answered and hear the latest breakthrough information for you and your family. Our product line, Quantum Nutrition Labs, delivers what others only promise: nutrition that really works.
Here's today's top automotive tech story. I'm Nick Miles. Hyundai Motor Company and Kia Motors Corporation have revealed new details of their innovative heat pump system deployed in Hyundai's and Kia's global electric vehicle lineup to maximize their all-electric driving range in low temperatures. It is a heat management innovation that maximizes the distance that Hyundai and Kia EVs travel on single charges, using waste heat to warm the cabin without significantly impacting electric driving range. For more automotive news, go to testmiles.com. The all-new Highlander comes equipped with five USB ports, perfect for fully charging everyone's smartphone. No phone is dying on your watch. That's how you go Highlander. Toyota, let's go places. May not be compatible with all mobile phones, MP3, WMA players, and like models. You're listening to Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. For more info on our programs and services, including technical operations and syndication, please... Siegfried Fischbacher, half of the world-famous Las Vegas Magic and Entertainment Act, Siegfried and Roy, died of cancer Wednesday, eight months after the death of his longtime business partner, Roy Horn. Fischbacher was 81. His sister, uh, Dolore Fischbacher, a nun in Munich, Germany, said Thursday that Fischbacher died Wednesday evening at his home in Las Vegas of terminal pancreatic cancer. Because of the uh, pandemic, she said she couldn't visit her brother for the holiday season, but she had kept him in touch with and was on the phone with him for about 30 minutes before he died. He was only able to say, okay, said Dolores, 78 years old. It was kind of like an amen. He is not dead. He will live in my heart, she said. Siegfried and Roy, known for their work with big cats, put on Las Vegas shows for decades until Horn was in a near-fatal accident that ended their long-running production. Horn died in May of COVID-19 complications at 75. In 2003, a 380-pound tiger, Manticore bit Horn's neck and dragged him off stage during a show at the Mirage Las Vegas. The attack crushed his windpipe and left Horn, then 60 years old, partly paralyzed. Fischbacher was born in Rosenheim, Germany, where he developed an early penchant for the art of magic. He and Horn met more than 60 years ago on a cruise ship where Horn was a steward and Fischbacher was a magician, according to a statement from the Axe Publicity Department. Now, Horn helped Fischbacher with his act and the rest was history. They hit the Vegas Strip in 1967, and in 1989 they started a 14-year run at the Mirage that transformed the duo into a singular tourism draw. Their $30 million production at the hotel sold out nightly. The pair used a collection of animals that included white tigers, white lions, leopards, jaguars, and an elephant. On Horn's death, Fishbacher shared a few parting words. From the moment we met... I knew Roy and I, together, would change the world. There could be no Siegfried without Roy, and no Roy without Siegfried. Visit TalkinPets.com and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is Talkin' Pets. For every precious living thing, the infinite march of life is measured by the rising and the setting of the sun. And so it is. With the sacred symbol of hope in southern Africa, the white lions of Timbavati.
And again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. Devin Leach. Now, um, now that Devin's got his uh, pot on, and I mean the um, <laughs> legal kind, <laughs> I am going to hit an animal sound, and this creature can take your arm off. And it is a big cat, but since we're close to the top, um, I want to see if somebody knows what this is. So which big cat is that? What has that roar? 844-305-7800. I'll play Lexi. It's a T-Rex. Yeah. <laughs> I look down here, I am playing a big cat sound. I look down it's at my, a grizzly bear. I look down at my little cat down here, Shadow, and she's like licking herself. I'm like, okay, do that off camera, please. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. What big cat is that? If Your you, cats are fabulous. If you know, Whoa, nice sofa. Thank nice you. <laughs> if you know what... <laughs> that one wasn't me. <laughs> if you know what it is, pick up the phone and give us a call, and um, we will set you up with SCOE 10X, or you can go with Green Gobbler. You can also go with a book from Chicken Soup for the Soul. You can go with a CD from Gino Sasani in Cold Blood. Um, you've got choices. So if you can name if you can name what big cat that is, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800, name this cat. And not that sofa. I think I might know it cuz they all have different yeah, they do. ways of doing their personal roars. Yes. So, so I think I may know that one. Well, it's the bull it, <laughs> Jesse's back. Don't um, s- now, Darius. <laughs> don't you start purring? No. Wouldn't that be interesting, though, to see a bullfrog and that sound came out of Absolutely. its mouth? Absolutely. I don't think I. I don't think I would run though. I would if I saw it making the noise. Look, I want to stick around. You're and asking find out the wrong that. person. I have one of those apps that makes your animals talk. So when I get really great pictures, that I can maneuver the face with the app, and I <laughs> distort the voice, and we sing songs. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, name this animal sound. You've got about two minutes to do so. Eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero eight four four three zero five seventy eight hundred. Name that animal sound, and we're going to set you up with a prize. But again, um, you know, it was it was great to speak with Nicholas Arivo, the yes. uh, attorney for the HSUS, and um, to see what they're doing and trying to get the wolves um, put back on the endangered, the gray wolf put back on the endangered species list, which a lot of animals need to be on. Um, and how would you say? I mean, literally. The typical dog, domesticated dog, was derived from wolves, um, den animals, uh, hence why they do like crates, um, as long as you don't use them as a bad tool, correct? Correct. Um, I I love, I mean, I have one dog who, she can't, I adopted her, you know, and she didn't want a crate or anything, but she was already, you know, four and a half, but she's such a good and gentle soul that I didn't push her on the fact, but she's also terrified of storms and loud noises. So she learned how to kennel herself. <laughs> she taught herself when I made it into a, a bird cage by covering it and putting it in a quiet corner of the house where there's dim lighting. And she just, she took it upon herself to go, that's my safe place. But the, the, but the worst thing that somebody can do is all of a sudden you get a crate and then shove the animal in there. No, no, no. You should never it, use it, it as punishment. Right, because then it's not going to want to go in there. 
Um, so the best thing to do is you did a, a great job on that, just creating the creating a the safe atmosphere. space for it, right? Um, and leaving it out. You can't just put it out and then put it away and then exactly. put it out and then put it away. And now don't move it around. Right. Give it a spot where it's not going to be incumbent to the rest of the family, where it can have its own space. You know, because with Xerxes, my show male, you know, he grew up eating and sleeping in the kennel from day one. So that was nothing for him. It's like brushing your teeth. You know, but for bringing in an adopted dog, yeah, you have to you have to make them comfortable. Well, the biggest safety spot for wolves is their den, and mm-hmm. that's where they go. You know, to protect themselves, just like a dog will do. So, I highly recommend that you have that area, like Julie's talking about, mm-hmm. um, for your dog because it's a great tool, and it also will help in terms of um, potty training. Exactly. So, and being less destructive due to separation anxiety or anything of that sort. So. And you can't say, you know, I don't want that big old ugly cage in my house because you can pick up any dog magazine and find really nice affordable. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. I'm Hello America and welcome to Talking Pets with your host John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talking Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talking Pets, heard coast to coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talking Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Hello there, this is Jalen Sidlow from Celestial Custom Dog Services. Here to answer your training questions, your behavior questions, and if you have those pet-sitting questions, pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Darian, and he'll put you on the air with us. The show is produced here at the farm by... Devin Leach. Thank you, Devin. And brought to you by Green Gobbler 20% Vinegar Weed Killer, environmentally pet and children-friendly, and it won't kill your family but it will kill those weeds guaranteed green gobbler pet safe ice milk pet friendly non-corrosive extremely effective ice milk it is great because it is pet friendly you can find both of those products at amazon.com or homedepot.com scoey 10x the ultimate odor eliminator guaranteed to remove any odors like skunk or even cat urine get 10 percent off by adding the word pets p-e-t-s in the promo box at scoey10x.com S-C-O-E number 10 X.com. And don't forget, of course, Talking Pets is brought to you in part by Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your pet will be. Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. This is Talking Pets. Hi, I'm Bob Page. Welcome to another edition of Talking Pets Rewind. From time to time, Hollywood's finest stop by Talking Pets to talk with us and you about our pets and animals. And with so many big stars coming on Talking Pets, John Patch is never starstruck. Okay, maybe never is too strong a word. We want to welcome on the Talking Pets, Miss Betty White. Hey, Betty, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you, John. You know, it is it is always an honor. It's always a pleasure. I love you. 
Oh, John, I don't have to believe that, but oh, it sounds good. Thank you. It's the truth. I love you. I mean, I really, really do love you. Betty, I mean, it's just, I'm not saying this to say it. I mean, I don't say those things. You really are the nicest person in the world. Uh-huh. And you make my life complete by uh, just being a friend of yours and knowing you. Will you marry me? Of course. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to be hard to get. Of course. It all came as a delicious surprise. <laughs> if we do get married, John, we have to move into the zoo. I'm fine with that. <laughs> It'll be a simple ceremony, but, a, but an exotic one. <laughs> we'll have our guests will be an orangutan and an elephant. <laughs> and an elephant, and I have a few other friends that I'll surprise you with. <laughs> but, Okay, now if we have to pick a certain species, Betty, at the L.A. Zoo, who do we move in with? Well, Bruno and I have sort of a... Are you uh, cheating on me already? Yes, yes. Betty, I can't believe it. He's about a 400-pound orangutan, and he and I have a very special relationship. Oh, no. There's another big celebrity marriage going down the tube? Even before it made the National Enquirer? Let's see how this one turns out. Love and marriage. They go together like a horse and carriage. Betty White, she's my new wife. <laughs> I should get a, a, a stunt check. Ooh, stunt check. Ah, she does know John well. Maybe better luck next time. That was Ms. Betty White. You know her, like I said, from the Golden Girls. Also from uh, Morris Animal Foundation. If you'd like to help out Morris in behalf of Ms. Betty White, please check out their website at morrisanimalfoundation.org or give them a call at 1-800-243-2345. Or you can find that info at talkingpets.com on the links page. T-A-L-K-I-N, pets.com. Well, that was kind of a thrill. That's never happened before. We love you, Betty. You can't have none. You can't have one without the other. Until next time, for Talking Pets, <laughs> Rewind, I'm Bob Page. No, sir. I love Betty. Happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday, Betty, baby. We love you. If you're listening or watching right now, Betty, all my love. And um, just so you know, I... You know, I did tell people in the news and so on and so forth that that skit was actually real. We did get married at the L.A. Zoo. And <laughs> Betty and I are very happy. Even though we live on different coasts, mm -hmm. we, we make it work. It's fabulous. It is. She's a sweetheart. And I'll tell you. I would marry her. A couple of, a couple of vodka <laughs> drinks and she's ready to go. <laughs> I've endeared the several times I've been on the show where we've gotten to do interviews with her. It's I've always gone home giddy, yep. called my parents, you know, told them, well, I got to have, you know, conversations with Miss Betty because my, my parents love her. Yeah, it was, um, I put a video of her uh, and her, what she's doing on her 99th birthday um, on the homepage of TalkingPets.com. So if you want to watch it, you can um, just go to TalkingPets.com. No G in the talking. But I... She she has always floored me. I mean, from the moment I met her through the Morris Animal Foundation and all the times that I was able to spend on the phone with her and talk to her and the advice she gave me mm -hmm. about, you know, working in media and she gave me some really good advice and things to watch out for and, you know, and so on and so forth. And um, so and even during the OJ trial, she told me some things because she lived three houses down from him. Oh, my. Yeah. And um, so just some of the conversations that we had were phenomenal. But the, one of the best times was when I went to the L.A. Zoo, and uh, her and I and Bobby, um, uh, Bob Page, one of our producers, we were riding around in a little golf court, and, and all of a sudden, everybody would see us riding around, and they'd got, you'd hear the people screaming, oh my God, there goes Betty White, and I'm like sitting right next to her, and I'm like, I'm not anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows who I am, <laughs> but I'm proud to be here with her, but, um, and then after that, we had lunch, 
and we had it in a private room. It was uh, just us and um, um, the curator, the main, I can't remember, Michael, I think his name was, the main um, curator there. And uh, so we were sitting there eating, and I was telling Betty White about my nephew. And, and at that time, he was 11 years old, Ryan, Kayla's brother. Uh-huh. And uh, Kayla is one of the producers here on the show, as well as my niece. But um, so... We were sitting there having lunch, and the next thing I was telling her, you know, about the, what my sister went through and, and her husband at the time, because um, Ryan got diagnosed with child diabetes. No one knew what was going on, and he was air flighted, um, dying, and they had to air flight him to a hospital right away. Um, and luckily, he lived, of course. But I was telling Betty that story, and she's like, she said to the one guy in the room, one of the waiters, and she's like, get me a phone, because, of course, we didn't have cell phones then. Um <laughs> It was a phone with a cord. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. So all of a sudden, she's she's. I was like, "What are you going to do?" She goes, "Let's call your sister." And oh, I was like, "Oh, that's so sweet." I was like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah." So we get on the phone, and I got one ear up to the phone, and um, I think I think Ryan did answer the phone, and um, I think Betty said something like, uh, "Is your mom there? Is Marianne there?" So I I could hear it because we were both like we had the phone between our ears. And I can hear my sister come over to the phone, and um, she goes, Marianne, this is Betty White. And my sister's like, who is this? Are you with my brother? <laughs> <laughs> and Because she didn't know I was with Betty. And I, all of a sudden, I was laughing so hard I could have peed myself. And she's like, no. Well, this... She could have thought you were playing a joke on her. Well, she did. And, and then all of a sudden, I said, Marianne, this is Betty White. I'm having lunch with her right now. And, and she's like, you know, like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Betty chastised my sister because it was right around when Lake Placid came out. Uh-huh. And my sister let her 11-year-old son, Ryan, watch that movie. And if anybody has seen that movie... Oh, yeah, I love that movie. I love it, too. But Betty's got a potty mouth. Yeah. Um, which, <laughs> Betty does have a potty mouth. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is that... Um, so she was like, you know, you shouldn't have let him watch that. She was joking. But then all of a sudden, Ryan got on the phone and she said, I'm so happy that, you you know, you're you're doing good and, you know, and everything else. And that... That, to me, was my heart swelled. Oh, I bet. I was like, you know, the Grinch with a little tiny heart that all of a sudden his heart became bigger than my body. She's just that kind of person. She is. She's just 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, if if you can fill the world with all of Betty White's, we would have a perfect world. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we really would. I mean, she's just an amazing woman. And um, she has never, ever disappointed me once. The, the only sad point was like, a couple years ago when she said it's hard for her to come on. Right. To the radio show mm-hmm. because um, she's up in age and, you know, um, it's difficult for her to understand a lot of things when she's not in front of you, right. which makes perfect sense. Absolutely. I'm in, I'm in my late 50s, and if I'm not looking at you, I have all, uh, trouble understanding you as well. And now it's like we're sitting here doing the show with a plexiglass in front of us. But before, when you had a mask on in front of me. Oh, it's, um, forget about yeah, it. I Sign language. Yeah, it was. I was like, wait, say it. What? What? <laughs> so it's hard. Um, but we make do with what we can. But this plexiglass is one of the best things that we put up. Indeed. Anyway. Now you can't spit on me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I try. I try spitting over I the know. top of it. But anyway, happy birthday, Betty. Happy birthday, Betty. We love you. Also, uh, upcoming birthday to Chippy Hedron. Love her, too. She threw me a 40th birthday party at her um, place with the tigers and the lions and everything, which was amazing. Um, and then, of course, Linda Blair, who I talked to the other day, she was texting me at midnight. I was like, girl, <laughs> it's like, it's midnight at your place. It's three o'clock here. <laughs> but um, but I love her. Um, and hopefully she's going to come on soon. She's, they all have great organizations and they work very, very hard for the animals. And maybe that's what makes them such endearing people and such wonderful people. And 
and I'm so glad that they're kind of like my Charlie's Angels, you know. Yep. And so, you know, congratulations to all of them on another birthday and uh, many, many more to come. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone. We're going to play some animal sounds. And you can win some stuff and some stories as well. This is Talking I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching, his paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares sweepstakes is back. It's the largest official game of Super Bowl Squares ever with millions of dollars in prizes. And best of all, it's free to enter. Every score change, someone wins $50,000. Just enter for free at rocketmortgagesquares.com, and it could be you. Touchdowns, field goals, safeties, extra points. Every single score change will draw one lucky winner from the square to win $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. One way to enter, two ways to win. See rules and enter for free at rocketmortgagesquares.com. Then tune into the Super Bowl on February 7th to See if you bring home some dough. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 55. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. of age of majority. Ends 2-4-2021, 11-59 p.m. Eastern. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. The NFL entities as defined in the official rules have not offered or sponsored this promotion in any... I'm Andy Solomon. Frito-Lay knows that Americans are more excited than ever for the return of football, and their new commercial features pros and legends including Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Dak Prescott, and Marshawn Lynch. There's something magical about NFL kickoff, and the hilarious commercial relates the sense of wonder and excitement of the night before Christmas to the night before NFL kickoff. Keep an eye out for it during your next favorite game. Also, even though more fans are watching than ever before, the in-person experience will likely look different this year. Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the NFL, is helping fans bring the stadium experience home to become home gate heroes. Tostitos' new fan track bags, limited edition custom bags featuring chip-activated motion sensors, automatically play fans' favorite chance with every bowl full of Tostitos to emulate the camaraderie from watching live in the stadium. Fans can enter to win one of 10 unique team designs by tweeting at Tostitos using hashtag HomeGateHeroEntry and tagging their favorite NFL team. If you run a large corporation, small business, or anything in between, you need ads to help get the word out. A full page in the newspaper sounds good. A TV spot sounds even better. But let's face it, newspapers are essentially last-minute wrapping paper, and a TV spot is just expensive and basically code for bathroom break. Talk radio is different. Commercials cost practically nothing to produce, and the listeners are loyal. They like what they like, and they stay tuned in. 
When they hear about a new product or service during their favorite show, they can't wait to try it out for themselves so they can talk about it with their friends. And you know how radio listeners like to talk. If you want to add radio to your marketing portfolio, you need the Gab Radio Network. Gab Radio is the team of full-service experts you've been looking for, from writing to production, distribution, voiceover, and more. We make sure your spots are paired with the right shows in the right markets at the right time of day so the right people can hear. Since we're in over 100 markets across 34 states, Canada, and American Samoa, I'd say it's a pretty good place to start. If you want to know more, just email sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork. Working in the West African country of Guinea, have discovered a new orange-furred species of bat. The rare discovery came while conducting field surveys in the isolated Nimbo mountain range. The find came in early 2018 as scientists were conducting conservation surveys of bat populations in the exceptionally biodiverse Nimbo Mountains, a region of West Africa spanning the borders of Guinea, Liberia, and Côte d'Ivoire. The researchers were focusing on a series of old mining caves and had since been colonized by bats. As part of the survey, the researchers came across a striking orange-colored bat. The team initially assumed it might be a uniquely colored iteration of the common species that were investigating, and, but further investigations began to suggest that the bat was notably different. While in the field, the researchers called up Nancy Simmons, an expert in bat taxonomy and curator of the American Museum of Natural History. Looking at the photos, Simmons immediately knew the researchers had stumbled across something as a new species. As soon as I looked at it, I agreed that it was something new, said Simmons. Then began the long path of documentation and gathering all the data needed to show that it indeed unlike any other known species. After comprehensive work, the researchers have now described the species in a new study published in the journal American Museum Novelties. The bat belongs to a genus called Mitosis and is located and its location of discovery led to its species name. Myotis Nimbatinus. The Nimba Mountains in Guinea have peaking rise, peaks rising over 1,600 to 1,750 meters, which is about a little over a mile above sea level, and are surrounded by drastically different lowland habitats, Bat Conservation International. And in the age of extinction, a discovery like this offers a glimmer of hope. It's a spectacular animal. It has this bright orange fur, and because it was so distinct, that led us to realize that it was not described before. Discovering a new mammal is rare. It has been a dream of mine since I was a child. Although the discovery of a new mammal species in itself is not an uncommon occurrence, most new species discoveries occur through complex lab-based genetic investigations. Simmons says finding a new species, such as this one, while doing field surveys is unusual at best. This sort of situation where experiencing researchers went out into the field and caught an animal and held it in their hands and went, this is something we can't identify. That's much more unusual. The researchers suggest that particularly bat species may be found only in a very specific part of the Nimba Mountains. Work is ongoing to understand how rare this bat is and what role it plays in the broader local ecosystem. 
The, stu- the new study was published in the Journal of American Museum Novelties. Visit TalkingPets.com and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Jalyn Sidlow. I was walking along, minding my business, when out of an orange-colored sky. Flash, bam, alakazam, wonderful you came by. I was humming a tune, drinking in sunshine, when out of that orange-colored view. Flash, bam, alakazam, I gotta look at you. One look and I yell, Timber, watch out for flying glass. Cause the ceiling fell in, the bottom fell out, I went into a spin, I started to shot, I've been hit. This is it, this is it, I did it. I was walking along, minding my business, when love came and hit me in the eye. Flash, bam, alligazam, out of an orange colored sky. Get it? Orange yes. covered sky, sky, orange bat. Orange bat. I think that's kind of cool, though. Like a new discovery. I like new discoveries. Well, you know, I'm I love bats, so that would be super. That's cool. That's a cool. Um, yeah. You know, I don't want one, but they're cool. I mean, they they serve purpose. They eat all the insects and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, um, but yeah, I, I don't want to play with one. I've had bat houses before. <laughs> I love them. I always wanted a fruit bat because they're really cool and they're really big. I want to get a bat big. house. I, I'd love to put a bat house in my on my you yard. Can- can have one. Yeah, here. yeah, I definitely want to get one. I've built. I've helped several kids in my neighborhood build them, so they're kind of cool. No, well, I I just got a piano, which you know. I know. I want to shout out to my friend Joel, um, and I'll just leave it at that. But I'll have to bring some of my sheet music. Thanks so I can to Joel. Play next time. I have, you know, I'll never forget Marcia Weiss, who owned Nature's Miracle Petastic and everything, with Joe. They became like my. My parents almost way back when when I started in radio. Um, and one thing I always had said, one of my bucket lists in life was to have a piano and learn how to play piano. And um, so, long story short, Joel sold his house, and um, you know, all of a sudden said, "That's not just a piano, darling. That's a baby grand." Yeah, and he said, "Do you want it? Do you want a <laughs> piano?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, so now it sits in my front room, and uh, I'm very happy with it. And you got a new chair. I did get a new chair. You like the new chair in the studio? I do. It's very comfortable on my derriere. Good, good, good to hear. <laughs> good to know. I struggled putting that together. I was, I was telling Devin at the beginning of the show, before we went on air, I said, I got to put that thing together. And, you know, the stubborn male... That doesn't want to read the directions. Right. Here I am trying to stick the wrong screws in the wrong holes, and I'm like... Was it in English? <laughs> Actually, it was. Okay. Um, but I was too stubborn to pick it up and look at it. That's funny. I kind of thought this will be easy. You I'm know. surprised you didn't make me do it. Jill, can you come early and put this chair together? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was crazy. But I got it together. And now um, Summer, one of my cats, more than, than Shadow, that's her favorite chair. You know why? It's really bizarre. She, she blends spi- in? She spins it. Oh, and she spi- I've been doing that a lot. She spins the, the chair towards the window, and she has it looking directly out the window, so she can lay in the chair, and and look outside. Is that uh, winter? No, summer. Oh, summer. Yeah. So it's amazing. So 
we're going to do an animal sound, and if you can name this animal, we're going to set you up with a prize. You can go with SCOE 10X, the odor eliminator. You can go with Green Gobbler, 20% vinegar weed killer, or Green Gobbler, pet safe ice melt. We do have books from Chicken Soup for the Soul. We have ones on dogs, ones on cats. Um, we also have a CD from Gino Sasani. He's part of the show, In Cold Blood. It's about reptiles. Um, so you can win one of those prizes. If you have won one of those in the last three months, pick something that you haven't won. But this is The Animal Sound. Doesn't sound like a T-Rex. No. Okay. But if you know what that is... Lociraptor? <laughs> name that sound. Close. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? If you know what it is, what kind of animal that is, I think it's somewhat easy. 844-305-7800. We are going to send out to you one of the pet prizes. So play with us. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. That is the number to call if you can name that animal sound. So distinctive, though, and so different than... What some people may mistake in this animal yes, for. Yes, absolutely. Because, I mean, there are similarities um, in the look of this animal that it may look like a certain other animal, which I don't want to mention. But, um, but, but the sound is what's distinctive about it. So give us a call, 844-305-7800. They have rebound quite a bit throughout the entire country. Yes. Um, so, which is not always a good thing. Keep your pets protected. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if you know what animal this is, give us a call, 844-305-7800. Darian's waiting for you to call, and so will we. This is Talking Pets. Hi, friends. John Patch here. As host of Talking Pets, I get asked all the time if I know of a pet odor elimination product that actually works. The answer is yes, and you can get it at 10% off with my promo code PETS, P-E-T-S. It's called SCOE 10X, S-C-O-E 10X the best pet odor elimination product made. And you know why it's the best? Because SCOE 10X actually eliminates bad pet odor like urine, feces, and vomit, even skunk odor. And it's 100% money-back guaranteed. SCOE 10X is fragrance-free. Also, it's completely non-toxic and hypoallergenic. It's so safe you can use it directly on your pets, your own skin, or plant vegetation. And since SCOE 10X can only be purchased at SCOE10X.com, Get your own bottle of SCOE 10X at 10% off by adding the word PETS in the promo code box at checkout. SCOE 10X, an odor elimination product that actually works. And don't forget to use promo code PETS, P-E-T-S, for your 10% off. Looking to kill weeds without using dangerous chemicals like glyphosate? An all-natural weed killer may be just what you're looking for. Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is a concentrated herbicide derived naturally from corn. It's four times stronger than regular table vinegar, so it packs a punch against all kinds of pesky weeds. Use Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer to safely kill dandelions, crabgrass, clover, ivy, and more. It's perfect for driveways, pavers, fence lines, and other outdoor surfaces. Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer is an effective and powerful herbicide, but it doesn't stop there. It's also certified for organic use, so when used properly, it won't negatively affect soil or wildlife. Since Green Gobbler's Vinegar Weed Killer is pure vinegar with no other additives, pet owners can let their pets out to play right after application. Search for Green Gobbler Vinegar Weed Killer on Amazon.com today. We offer a hassle-free money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose.
American Kennel Club. The American Kennel Club, the AKC, announces the newest members of the AKC Dog Stars, an Instagram influencer program. This educational program aims to spread information about dog sports and responsible dog ownership while also capturing the realities of these dogs' lives both inside the ring and out. Since the launch of the AKC Dog Star last year, we've received such engaging and positive responses from followers all over the country and from around the world, said the AKC Executive Secretary, Gina DiNardo. Many individuals are amazed at how these canines exceed society's perceptions of their respective breeds. This year, we wanted to keep the momentum going by selecting canine influencers who continue to defy all expectations while they strive for excellence and have fun doing it. The second wave of influencers include Solo and Luna, who are Boucherons, Bauer, who's a Golden Retriever, Curry, a Brussels Griffin, and Dash, a Border Collie. These four influential canines participate in a wide range of dog sports from rally to dock diving to agility and even some barn hunt. Each dog is busting the myths of their breed and demystifying the world of AKC dog sports for their followers. The group of participants featured a cane corso, a German pincher, a basset hound, two border terriers, and two old English sheepdogs, all of which leveraged the power of social media to spread excitement and education on different dog sports and training. Follow hashtag AKC dog stars and at American Kennel Club to learn about these AKC ambassadors. Visit TalkingPets.com and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Jalyn Sidlow. Darwin called them monstrous. Many point them out to be thieves and have nicknamed them the robber crab or palm thief after having had pots and pans stolen by them. Whatever you call this thing, it demands respect for its size alone. That and that fact that once you see it, you might have nightmares for a while. This isn't your class pet hermit crab. The giant coconut crab is a creature indigenous to coastal areas. These include, but aren't quite limited to, Pacific islands surrounding the Indian Ocean and also the Pacific Ocean. 
Christmas Island holds the largest population of the crustaceans where they are free to roam all over the land as they cannot swim and would drown in water. They may or may not be a co- uh, coincidence as to why they aren't found in areas that are heavily populated by humans. Coconut crabs are the sole species in the entire animal kingdom in the Burgess genus. Now they do, however, share some relation to the terrestrial hermit crabs. Like the smaller hermit crab, the robber crab's body is a decapod and divided into a front section and a midsection. Stack on ten large legs and two claws and you've got a coconut crab. This Burgess Latro is one of the largest land-dwelling anthropods and can weigh up to nine pounds. These behemoths of hermit crabs are also over one meter in length, with an intense leg span. Those long legs let them vertically climb trees, usually coconut palms, and grab and crack their favorite fruit coconuts. The coconut crab eats mostly fruit and the occasional animal that is too slow to escape it. A few years back, when a certain coconut crab got lucky and seemingly brutally murdered a booby. Yes, a full-on booby. Just one, not two. Thankfully, they are known as predators, adult coconut crabs or scavengers mostly. This is probably due to the fact that they are noisy and move slowly all while having the lack of ability to sneak up on other creatures. They do have a keen sense of smell, that would come in handy. They do also have a bit of a bite. A researcher from the Okinawa Kurishima Foundation Zoological Lab, Shinikilo Oka, says that the coconut crab's pinch hurts like eternal hell. So I guess here's a good time to repeat that old adage, look but don't touch. Visit TalkinPets.com and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is Talkin' Pets. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. See them all standing in the rug. Big one, small one, some pick as you're in. You give them a flick to miss the wrist to put the sharpest head. Cause I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Every bolt you throw will make me be. I saw your head go up in the air when I said booby. It's a bird. I know that. <laughs> but I still saw I your head go you up when story. I said booby. No, because, you know, all I can think of when I see this crab, and they are humongous, is... Food. <laughs> I love crab. Me too. But, um, yeah, that's a big dude. It's a it's quite a sizable thing. Yeah, but it's weird that it could drown. You wouldn't think that a crab can drown. No. You would think that they could spend their time in you the water. You know what that means to me? It's easier to catch, <laughs> and I can have it for dinner. <laughs> but as that one guy quoted, though, the pinch is yeah. eternal hell. Well, you know, I go lobstering and, and crabbing, and I've had one stuck on me before, and they hurt, too. So I, this has to be really painful because it's huge. I was out in the water the one day out on the bay, and I, I stuck my hand down because my foot hit this thing. And I thought, oh, it's a conch shell. Like, you know, once in a while you'll get lucky and get one of those real big, nice shells. And then all of a sudden I, I reached down and I picked it up. And when I took it out of the water, all these legs started going like oh, all yeah. over. I screamed like a little girl and threw it up in the air. I swear <laughs> to God. I think I've heard you do that me. scream before. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. 
I'll tell you, it, it was like Carol Burnett when she would do her Tarzan call. Oh, I love that. That was me doing my girly girl call. I was like, ah! That's so funny. But that's a big crab. It's a big crab. So, but, I You know, I've been, because I don't use butter, I just, you know, lemon it to death, but I've gone out with, you know, family. I usually don't, I wouldn't do this on a date, <laughs> but I've been known to pack away three or four pounds of crab. You know, it's Snow not, crab. I, I can't eat crab with people because they'll be done with their first round and I'm still on one or two legs. Oh, no. I I'm can, so slow on uh, cracking crab legs. I can snap like You have to get out of the here. way because there's things oh, yeah? flying oh, yeah. when I I love crab, you love know, crab. but yeah. I'm so slow on breaking it apart. I like snow crab. Uh, you know, king crab's good, but it can hurt you too because it's got pointy stuff. Um, yeah. but the king stone crab, doesn't crab seem to there's just not enough crab for me because it's just close. Stone crab, you got to use a hammer though. Snow's the best. Yeah. 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 Snow's the most common one. What do you think of imitation crab? That's not bad. Ugh. Really? Yeah. Really? Ugh. Oh, I eat it. With butter, anything's it's good. It's like fish sticks. <laughs> really? You put the butter on it and it's just fine. If it's not, you know, a fish I've caught fresh, I probably won't eat it. You know, it's like fish sticks. Don't eat them. Sorry. <laughs> not happening. All right. <laughs> Never need to go crabbing with you, that's for sure, because you won't eat my imitation crab, but... Nope. It's not the same. She is a crab diva. I'm a crab master. Man, I can ah. snap those things so fast. My sister, like, she won't sit across the table from me so because she gets. Crab is edible, though. I'm sitting here listening to you guys and I'm getting hungry. You can actually eat that uh, coconut crab? That thing is gigantic. Have you ever seen a picture of it? I think I could put I one of those away. I wouldn't get close up, to it to find it. out. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's huge. You know how they have steak restaurants that if you can eat this size steak, you get something for free? If they had that crab, I bet you I could demolish it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like... Yeah. That's one one thing, too. When I go to a restaurant, I don't like a head on it. If there's a fish and there's a that head, I make them cut it off. Or even with I lobster, I don't want a lobster this. coming out to me with a head on it. I just want the tail... Sorry. Okay. I don't want to look at it You're while weird. I'm eating it. No, I just don't. No. The dump dump. Okay. So you wouldn't want to come to my house on Thanksgiving when I roast a baby pig with an apple in it? No. I was in Hawaii. And oh, and that, that reminds me, actually, and uh, Devin brought it up, uh, too. And uh, my heart goes out to Matt Blair's family because Matt Blair, uh, he played with the Minnesota Vikings. And he... Speaking of Hawaii, I was out there at a luau for a week with him and a bunch of celebrities, you know, movie stars and TV stars and everything. And we were there for a whole week. And Matt was the greatest guy. He towered over me. I'm 6'2", and he had to be like 6'5". And he was just over me. But he was big. I mean, back then I was kind of skinny. Um, But but such a nice guy. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not pointing fingers, but most of the people were really nice. But there was like one or two movie stars that thought, okay... My poop don't stink, but you know what? It does. <laughs> and um, But Matt was always, like, real to the core and just a great guy. And he did a lot for kids. He did a lot of golf tournaments and stuff like that. And, and the sponsors of the show here at Talking Pets, we helped them out and send things to them and stuff like that. So I, you know, I thank them for that. And But we lost a good man. Matt Blair, yep. Blair, Matt, 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 Matt Blair was a good man. But this is the animal sound. Name that sound. If you know what animal that is, call us. 844-305-7800. If you can name that animal, we're going to set you up with a prize. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. So, um, Julie, with with the weather temperatures going on right now, and it's hot, it's cold. I mean, all over the country it's kind of weird. But um, one of the things is, it's curi- I'm curious, actually, when you're, 
pet sitting certain breeds of dogs, especially yes. it seems to be the smaller ones. If it's wet outside or there's snow out there, the little guys don't want to go out there and go pee. What do you think about people that, because I know a friend of mine that has one, um, a litter box for your pet. Um, if you're listening, Joe, sorry. But, um, <laughs> but you know, he has a house, but the breeder where he got the dog recommended the litter box thing, and I'm just not real big on that. Well, the breeder was using it while the puppy was, you know, being reared, you know, and being right. weaned and everything, and the other dogs were doing it. Then it's a learned thing, so it's really easy to train the dog to do that. Um, you can train. I get it for high rises in, in big right. cities no, that and understand. things like that. Um, but it does take, you know, using basically how we do this with training is you use a piece of astroturf that's already been soiled on by other dogs, and then that the dog smells the smells and goes to the bathroom on it. It's the same thing with a, a puppy pee pad. You you know that once they've peed on it and you continue to use it, they'll they'll get it that they can go on a dry one. So it's a great idea, but. You know, if you have a yard and you're here in Florida, um, you have a yard, do it. You know, teach the dog to go out. Well, anywhere you're, I mean, anywhere in the country, of course, if you have a yard, I, I do believe in taking the dog outside yeah. and teaching it to go outside. Yeah. I just find that, you know, if you start teaching the dog to go indoors, it's going to be a constant thing. I think it will be a constant thing. I have a very and he's large... already had a couple accidents Yeah. Um, with the puppy. I have a female Rottweiler who will not go out in the rain. She just refuses, but she can hold it for 16 hours. That's a completely different Yeah, story. and a puppy can't hold it that a long. A puppy can't hold it. I mean, you're talking what? And it's inevitable. They will go on your favorite rug or your favorite thing. <laughs> they will, because they're puppies. They don't know any better. Right. Well, once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. We still want to know what animal this is. Call us. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. You're listening to Talking Pets. She became overweight, stinky, several vertebrae used together. Sophie was going to be euthanized. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I remember Sophie starting the Dynavite. She has loved it. She is no longer stinky. She is full of life. Dynavite is nutrition. Get them on Dynavite right away while they're healthy. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Harrison's Reality Check. Now there's an easy way to monitor for coronavirus at home in a moment. Matt Rush continues to build more of President Trump's border wall before his term ends. Mr. Trump's bypassed legal issues by gutting wildlife refuges and reshaping Native American lands under the name of national security. At the end, a partial wall, environmental damage, and a rich construction company, or 18, will be his legacy. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. 
Lately, I love to get out of the house and go on a drive, but I hate driving through storms. That's why I drive with wiper blades that can handle any weather. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are crafted with advanced quad tech, four-layered coated silicone that repels water, snow, and ice, and lasts two times longer than other blades. It's so dependable, Rainier Zeitlow broke a world record driving from Alaska to Argentina, over 16,000 miles with these blades. The Michelin Endurance XT Silicone Wiper Blades are real-world proven. Get a pair today only at Walmart. Do you have a great idea for a radio show but have no idea where to start? Or have you been hosting a podcast for a while and want to take it to the next level? If so, you need the Gab Radio Network. To host a show on Gab, all you need is your voice. We'll handle the rest. From technical engineering to full-service audio production and much more. Every show on the Gab Radio Network is aired on our station on the TuneIn Radio app and... They're all sent to our satellite, which is accessed by about 5,500 stations. And here's the best part. You can host from anywhere you want. There are several ways to connect to Gab remotely, and our staff of highly trained engineers and producers will make you sound like you're right here in studio. So, if you want to be on the Gab Radio Network, the same network that hosts the Joe Walsh Radio Show, Talking Pets, and Inside Analysis, send an email now to sales at gabradionetwork.com. That's sales at gabradionetwork.com. Harrison's Reality Check. If you know someone with a drug and alcohol problem that's hitting a little too close to home, there's help in a moment. Some states may follow California in banning the cancer-causing chemical phthalate used in bottled water and plastic toys. Government deregulation still allows toy manufacturers to use it here without disclosure. Phthalates also make store-bought bottled waters squeezable. The more squeezable a plastic bottle, the more phthalates. So ditch the plastic if at all possible. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help right now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Are drug and alcohol problems hitting you too close to home? Get help right now. Insurance may cover everything. 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. That's 800-296-1327. 800-296-1327. Here is today's top automotive tech story. I'm Nick Miles. After more than two years of dedicated preparations, Toyota Motor Manufacturing West Virginia produced Toyota's first hybrid transaxle in North America. An initial $130 million investment was announced in late 2017 to yearly produce 120,000 hybrid transaxles, which replace the conventional transmission in hybrid vehicles. For more automotive tech news, go to testmiles.com. The all-new Highlander comes equipped with five USB ports, perfect for fully charging everyone's smartphone. No phone is dying on your watch. That's how you go Highlander. Toyota, let's go places. May not be compatible with all mobile phones, MP3, WMA players, and like models. You're listening to Global American Broadcasting, the Gab Radio Network. For more info on our programs and services, including technical operations and syndication, please visit Gab Radio. Two gorillas at the San Diego Zoo Safari Park have tested positive for COVID-19. The zoo announced Monday a third gorilla is asymptomatic but did not test positive and several others may have also been affected, the zoo said. 
The girl's fecal matter was tested after two of them beginning coughing and exhibiting other mild symptoms on January 6th, the, ju- the zoo said in a press release. The tests came back positive on January 8th and were confirmed by the USDA's National Veterinary Services, Services Laboratories on January 11th. It is believed the gorillas may have been infected by an asymptomatic staff member. So far, zoo, zookeepers say the gorillas appear to be doing well. While only two of the gorillas tested positive, the zoo, the zoo said it must assume all of them have been exposed since they all live together. Lisa Peterson, the park's ex- executive director, told Associated Press on Monday that eight gorillas are believed to have the virus. They are being closely observed, and there is nothing to suggest today that they will make a or that they will make a full recovery. The zoo said it is believed to be the first instance of coronavirus being transmitted to great apes. The zoo said it cannot say for sure if the gorillas will develop any other symptoms, but noted the gorillas exhibiting symptoms and are being affected by vet or being tended by veterinarians, and the rest of the gorillas are being carefully observed. The zoo has been closed to the public since December 6, according to CBS affiliate KFMB-TV. Animal populations have not been affected by the coronavirus nearly as much as humans, although a tiger in the Bronx Zoo in New York tested positive last April. In November, Denmark culled more than 15 million mink following an outbreak of mutual or mutated version of coronavirus. Some feared if the, a new strain was passed to humans, it could, it could have been resistant to vaccines that were developed at that time. Visit TalkingPets.com and join us on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Reporting, I'm Devin Leach. So a type of animal called a primate. It isn't a monkey. And if you said that it was a monkey to its face, it would probably be rather upset. And take my advice, you don't want to upset a gorilla. I do like gorillas. I love gorillas. Um, they don't seem to like me too much. I mean, Jane Goodall was the one who got me into my, you know. Well, Diane Fossey is anthropology. the one that, that had the um, the gorillas, and I know a private story there, which I can't say on the air. But um, she did a lot of good for um, for the gorillas. But um, yeah, Jane's been on the show here several times, and um, Ruthie Galicas was um, also one of Fossey's girls. Um, no, one of um, Leaky's girls, um, to actually work with orangutans. And there's a story there because I met her in L.A. one time and she actually had her daughter li- living with her out in, um, you know, in, in, in the woodlands, basically, in, mm-hmm. in the environment with the orangutans. And her daughter, actually, that's all she knew, so she started walking like an orangutan wow. and started eating like one. Um, so she had to actually send her daughter to go live with her father in a civilized country so that she would learn how to start acting <laughs> to like a human, human being. 
So it's pretty interesting if you live with animals in the wild, um, you will start picking up their... Like Tarzan. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> really is. I mean, so I thought that was an interesting story. It's very interesting. They told me that. So, yeah, it, it was pretty wild. But I do like gorillas, and um, I think they're pretty cool. But I'll tell you, the one time I was doing a, a walkthrough at one of the zoos, and I think it was in Dallas, I, I, I believe, and I was standing at the glass, and I don't... I can't remember who I was with, but I was with people... And I kept looking at this one gorilla, which you're never supposed to stare right. a silverback, you know, in the eyes. I'm um, supposed to do that to dogs either. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I was kind of looking at that silverback. He was so majestic. And the next thing I know, he just bolted at me and hit that glass like encounter in front of me so hard. I thought he was going to come through. I almost wet myself. <laughs> I was like, he. I couldn't believe how hard he hit it. And I was like, wow, if that was me, <laughs> I would have been in the next county. <laughs> It's so funny. But um and then another time I was at another zoo and I had a gorilla throwing poop at me across the <laughs> John, like... you're just not relationship. Yes, it is, it is, I swear. But I do like gorillas though. They are cool. But it is kinda neat that, you know, they really are friendly. I mean you can get close to them and mm -hmm. stuff, um, if they don't feel that you're a threat. But um nowadays there's so many human beings out there that are threats because they, they encroach on them and they you know, they take them apart they kill them take them apart they use well, their palms for i know there's been a lot with the covid19 scare and everything about different places in africa where they've they've closed off because they didn't want humans bringing in covid so there was no you know going up to the mountains there's no viewing there was no you know trips that go up there so it's interesting now and i'm surprised it took this long for something in the zoo i know with tigers first were you know in new york that one tiger but the fact that now that it's in an, an ape you know situation Primates, yeah. that i'm i'm it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see how it comes out because, I mean... Well, there's no there's new strains out there, too, right. which are, you know, infecting stronger and harder um, than the other ones. So Well, animals have always had different types of corona. Right. I mean, we've been living with right. this for, for a long, but long time. But it stayed in the animal species. Right. It didn't hop over to the right. human species. And now we've lost 395,000 people so far in this country that died of COVID-19. Right. When you think about it, that's a heck of a lot of people. But um, primates being so close and the, the the fact that it would go over. Right. And it would be interesting to see how that comes out. Yeah. Planet of the Apes, here we come. I'm oh, telling you. <laughs> My favorite movies. I love Planet of the Apes. So do Apes. I. I like them too. I own them all. I don't, I don't want to live in that environment, but I mean, I do like them. So, Darian, can you name that animal, Darian? Sure. It's a bullfrog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, realistically, can you name that animal? I would think it, it, it sounds very close to um, a dango. That's what I thought. A dango? A dango ate my baby. See? He knows. Didn't we have this argument on a show once? They didn't believe me. No, it was... About the dingo ate my baby. Yeah, it was on Seinfeld. That's not a dingo. You know what that is, right? Yeah, it's coyote. No, go Cause ahead. Coyote. Yeah, because yeah, we're at the top. So, <laughs> Julie got it right. Gary and did not dingo. Nope, I thought it was a dango. <laughs> So, um, you know, if you want to call, we're going to send one person the SCOE 10X Odor Eliminator and one person the Green Gobbler Pet Safe Ice Melt. Call right now and you'll automatically get a bottle. we got to say goodbye for this hour of the program. Thanks for joining us. Spay and neuter your pets and help control the pet population. Um, and also, if you're going to adopt a pet, go to your local shelter like I did or rescue and get one there. From myself, John Patch. Jalen Sidlow. Devin Leach. We say goodbye for now and thanks for putting up with us today. This is Talking Pets.
The views and opinions expressed on Talking Pets are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other hosts or advertisers. The show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to treat, diagnose, and or claim any cure of disease or condition based on advice or recommendations from the host, veterinarian, trainer, or pet product manufacturer, but rather suggests that the audience uses information to consult with their existing pet specialist. 